What's going on, guys? You know, Manscaped is one of the sponsors of the Real Bodybuilding Podcast, and they have everything. I've been using their Lawnmower 4.0 package for a long time now, and it's done nothing but good things for me. I also have the travel bag that comes with it, the nose trimmer, and all that other stuff. But they have some new stuff that they've sent me. I don't know if it's new, but it's new that I've it's been sent to me that I want to try out. And I just want to show you guys. So they got this lip balm that uh, obviously good in the wintertime for chapped lips. They got some deodorant. Smells really good. Body spray also smells really good. And a couple things I've been using for a little while now. So they've got the shampoo and conditioner. Obviously, I don't have hair, but I use it for my beard. I don't know. I just like my beard to be a little bit softer uh, after a shower. I don't like using soap on it because it just gets rougher, right? Um, and then the body wash smells awesome. I went through this in no time. This is probably my third container of it. So um, listen, it's a one-stop shop for men's hygiene. If you're a dude and you like to smell good, you make sure your junk smells good, all that. Manscaped.com forward slash RBP, get 20% off plus free shipping. Make sure you get the crop preserver and the ball deodorant. Also, you always want to make sure shit's fresh for your girl, man. So get there, make sure your hygiene is straight. Use code RBP or manscaped.com forward slash RBP, get the 20% off plus free shipping. Thank you guys. What's going on? How are you guys? Good. Good. So I have a 50 year old and I have a rookie today to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> not 50 yet for paul what kind of uh lessons can you instill into justin for his upcoming <coughs> upcoming journey without Excuse choking me. but his up I'm choking up some coffee <laughs> <coughs> sorry said again upcoming journey to what wait what kind of coffee is that is that like your what's standard i want to know what kind of coffee you drink for a podcast because it's different this is a, well i i went and got my haircut just a little while ago so on the way home i stopped the gun oh. at tim hortons but what's i put that? it in my cup ah, thank you justin Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I want to know if you, this, the part about your haircut, did that matter for the story or did you just want to let everybody know that you got your haircut? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I asked yeah, well, you what was in your coffee and you're like, well, I went and got my haircut. So I'm just wondering if like, <laughs> did you want the audience to know that you got your haircut or was it just part of your story? It, well, it's part of the story, but I do want to mention I got a, just got a fresh haircut and a <laughs> beer trim. And a beer trim. Um, but on the way home, I stopped and got a coffee, but I poured it in my mug. Brett, how are you, man? Have you heard about Paul's coffee habit? I just want to know how much do they charge you for a haircut without that much hair you got on your head? <laughs> well, he throws in the beer trip too, right, Brett? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's how that's they justify the $40. Yeah, right? yeah it was 40 bucks. It was 40, <laughs> it was 40 bucks? Well, I paid for, you know, my, most of my guy. It's exclusive. Listen, give me, <laughs> give me 30. Exclusive. I can make it look better than that. No, no, no. You, uh, you, would fade, you wouldn't be able to fade it the way. The I used way to cut my hair it. like that by myself. Turn, turn to the side. You fade, though. You fade. I had to fade. There's nothing oh, to yeah. fade. There's nothing <laughs> to fade. <laughs> There's a fade right there. Look. There's nothing to fade. It's like <laughs> right, right there. See, it gets a little bit longer. Bald's yeah, less great. Bald's a less bald. Yeah. <laughs> There's an art to it, you know. All right. So now that we've covered your hair, uh, I want to know what kind of co- Brett. Did you know that co- Paul changes coffee order every time he drinks coffee? That's a, that's impressive. It's a bizarre thing, right? It's post workout. Yeah, so this, like- this, <laughs> but I had a post workout meal already, so this one I had sweetener in it. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Okay. Oh my God. Wait a minute. <laughs> so you had a post workout meal with carbs. Yep. 
So then you're like, I got to have a coffee for the podcast. So that this, this doesn't have any sugar in it. Yeah. I don't need, the, I don't need the blood sugar rush right now. I'm not trying to absorb any nutrients. Well, I am, but I'm not trying to, uh, I'm not trying to refill my glycogen stores now. They're already full. Have you guys, have you guys, Justin and Brett, have you ever heard of anybody using coffee as a, as like, like a post-workout post meal? <laughs> <laughs> I like it though. I might use it. <laughs> See my theory being when I have the sugar post-workout, it spikes my insulin, thus increasing my nutrient uptake. Right. Okay. Getting that much huger. Isn't right. That, exactly. Isn't that, exactly. Isn't that what the meal you're going to eat is for, though? If I don't have that, that's if I don't have time for a meal yet. Or if I'm going to get a Oh, meal so instead later. of eating a meal, you drink a coffee with sugar and you're good. <laughs> if I have to. <laughs> okay. Okay. <Next> Next <laughs> so this one has sweetener and milk or cream or no? This, this one's got cream. A little fat right now, if you would. I want to stabilize. It's later on right in the night, oh. so you want to have more fat, yeah. less carbs. I want to, no, he, I want to he stabilize my blood sugar now. He did his cardio today, so he's allotting himself more calories. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't did do cardio today, actually. I did it last night. Or and no, two why, nights ago. Two nights why, ago. Are you having, why are you having the cream then? Uh, well, you should be having low-fat milk to go by, by your like standard of how you drink your coffee. Well, if I want to maintain my stable blood sugar, I want a little fat right now. Oh, I see. Right. So it's a hey, ketogenic... Brett. And this is this is how scientific it gets at the highest level. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Arnold. Right. <laughs> take notes, man. It's a bulletproof coffee you're right. drinking. That's why. Right. Yeah. Right. I switched I switched to keto later in the day when I would eat carbs. This okay. is the shit Matt doesn't tell us. <laughs> right. Yeah. These are the secrets that you can't find out reading the magazine. <laughs> yeah. Brett, have you ever heard of this? No. So <laughs> do you, put, you put like do you put like the sticks of butter in your coffee too and like try to justify it? Like I've never tried that. I did oh, that. I'm, I'm keto, yeah. so I can throw I half a that. stick of butter in my coffee and feel good about myself. No, <laughs> no, no. I've listen, never tried I, that. Listen, I'll tell you the truth. So I tried keto for like two weeks or like a month or something. It sucked. Anyway, but what I was doing for breakfast was I would do a coffee. I would put a scoop of protein powder and I would put, I don't know if it was a tablespoon or something of like, uh, what's it called? Ghee? Something yeah. like that. Yeah. And then that was my bulletproof coffee. And it was it tastes awesome. It was like drinking a fucking cappuccino, like a, a, uh, a mocha, like a fucking mocha coffee, like the chocolate protein in the coffee. Yeah. And then it was all creamy because you put the butter in there, but that I was never, just, but that was my full breakfast, the fat, the protein and the coffee. That was it. That was my breakfast. I remember, uh, Eric Funkhauser writing an article once where he said that he would, uh, for his protein shake in the morning, instead of having a coffee, he would just throw a couple tablespoons of, of instant coffee in there with it. Yeah, I can see that. Um, Okay. Anyway, so now now that we're past Paul, Paul's coffee, yeah. Uh, Brett, how are you, man? Are you are you zoned in? Are you still feeling okay? Are you still loose? I'm good. Um, I will say today was probably the hardest training session I've had all prep. It was it was a quad day, and it was one of those I like about third exercise in on the top set after that. I, I like I went hypo like bad like really eh? just started sweating. And then after that, it was just a battle, like, you know, and like, you know how much I love to train. You, you, you see that. So it's like, yeah, that that's yeah. usually nothing for me, but today was a battle. So it's like, that, I mean, that means that, that shows where, you know, where my fat levels are at and like, yeah. you know, where we're at in the show. So, you know, it took a good, I was on the couch for about an hour and a half, just waiting to come on the podcast. <laughs> I was like, I'm yeah. not moving for a while, but you know what I mean? We're, but I can't be happier, man. Like, you know, especially the last couple of days going down to Florida, that was such a confidence booster, you know, especially getting in front of like getting yeah, in front of yeah. Matt in person. It's always different. And then, you know, getting in front of, you know, posing, like, you know, those, those pictures that came out a little bit that, you know, I was posing in front of, 
you know, Ian, Chris Bumstead, Melissa, you know, yeah. three camera guys, three other pro. Like, so it's like, if you can do that there and like, you know, wow, wow them at the, in the moment, you know, then it's like, you know, I can, I can, I'm doing this for real, you know? So it's like, I, I just, I just feel good, man. I feel really what, good. Uh, so you had your quad day when you're this low body fat and you might be going hypo and stuff. Are you still training as heavy as you can? Or are you trying to like, you know, moderate what you're doing because you don't want to get injured or what are you doing? Like, how does that work when you're training? Are you still going full blast? Right. So no, I, I mean, I still work pretty heavy, but definitely not, not what I was a few weeks back. So like, like today, I, I probably, I took like a plate off each side on the hack squat. Um, just, I've really, you know, focused, especially these last couple of weeks, just slowing down the movements even more. Like everything is like a three second negative right now, you know, just trying to, you know, dig it. I'm huge on digging out that detail towards the end. Mm-hmm. Um, not by just like high volume, low weight, but like, you're still, you're still going heavy, but just more control. You know, everything is for a purpose, you know, maybe eliminate one, you know, maybe eliminate one back offset or something, but yeah. it's just, everything is just right in the muscle and tendon muscle. And, and like I said, today was a grind, but you know, I still felt absolutely everything. And that's, that's all, that's all that needs to happen. You know? so, yeah. Yeah. What are you doing over there? Are you getting food? Yeah. Oh, well, is I- that the, is that the fucking avocado? Uh, yeah. You know, I love, I like those. I just I feel like there's too much onion in them. No, this is just avocado. There's no, it's not a guacamole. Oh, it's not the one from Costco it's, with the. It's from Costco, but they yeah. have two brands. There's like a guacamole one, yeah, and an avocado one. This is just avocado. Oh, that's the one I got to get because I got the holy guacamole one. And it's like too too much onion in it. Shit, it's gross. Yeah, no, it's the same company, but no, this is perfect. It's just avocado. Nice. I got like that. Fifty-five grams or something like that. So I did. Thank you. What are you eating? Uh, ground beef and rice and avocado. Why don't you just have a coffee with cream in it and call it a day? <laughs> or a stick of butter. <laughs> <laughs> it's not supposed to be I get a, I get a, when, when you're at a pinch, Justin. <laughs> when you're at a pinch. <laughs> <laughs> These are convenient, though. Uh, no, those are super, dude. Those every, are super convenient because the fucking, every time uh, I buy avocados, they go to shit. I know. Yeah, me too. Me too. So that's just mashed up avocado. Just mashed avocado. Yeah. Really? Even the fridge or in the pantry? I keep in the fridge. In the fridge. Yeah. yeah in the fridge. How long they last? Uh, I usually get one and like a uh, like a package of them. There's like ten of them. It lasts me a week, and I don't know. They seem fine. Let's see if I, I don't a... think they. I don't think they go bad that fast because yeah, I still no, have mine. Is, yeah, use or freeze by March seventeenth. So that's like yeah. a month from now. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I waste like half my avocados every time. Oh, fuck every time. Yeah. Well, I usually cut my avocados in half, and, and then, then I'm like, I got to bag the other half or something. I'm like, fuck, it's just easier to get that thing and be done. Yeah, with it. yeah. I end up throwing away that brown half every time. I never use it. I yeah, because yeah, yeah, it always gets shit. The browns in like three hours. You like, mm-hmm. you like walk away, <laughs> turn around, it's already brown. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, Brett, I just got a key. I want to ask you a few more questions about the Arnold. So, this is your first. This is your first big show. Is it? And I know you've. I always tell people that it's the best way to to mitigate pressure is to be prepared. So, are you feeling comfortable? Or are you feeling? Is the pressure kind of coming on because it's such a big show and people have you placed high? Or like, how do you feel about the show coming up in three weeks now or two weeks? I think you just said it exactly the best way you could say it. You, you know, obviously, you know, you, you see all the things, the pressure, the, you know, the anticipation, the picks, whatever, whatever, but just by staying busy and staying, you know, continuing to perfect your craft, 
you know, that, that keeps my confidence up. So like, I don't, I don't sit around and dwell. I'm always, what can I do today to get better? So it's just like, it's constant. And like I, like I said on the phone call earlier, like, it's just, I'm making sure I'm busy and like everything has yeah. a purpose. I'm not wasting any moments. I can't, cause you know, and I, you know, I, I truly believe I will be up there in that top, that top one, two, three, you know, yeah. Yeah, so it, it's a matter of, it can be a matter of freaking milliseconds, you know, or like a matter of ounces. But so it's like, it, I'm going to do everything I can these, especially right now in this, in this, this grind time to make sure that I leave everything out there. I'm, I'm huge on that. You know, yeah. I, I do not want to look back and be like, you know, and I, I never have, you know, but like, I don't want to ever be like, eh, I could have gone a little bit harder that last couple of weeks or whatever. That, that would just eat me alive, you know? So I make sure I, I, I get all, you know, cross all the, cross all the X's off the board and, and make sure I get it done. You know, talking about staying busy, man, I got to applaud you for how much work you've been putting on your YouTube channel. Yeah. Not just your YouTube channel. Like you're putting out content everywhere. I'm fucking impressed. Well, I think he's got a, correct me if I'm wrong, Brett, but you have good influences because you saw Ian get ready for like four shows last year and he was pumping out shit the whole way through doing the podcast, doing everything. So it kind of, it kind of teaches you that you don't really have an excuse to not do it when you see somebody else do it first. Yeah, I mean, look at, you know, look at the guys ahead of you and what they did, you know, like with Nick, with Ian last year, you know, with their breakout years and stuff, but they were making sure that not only are they getting it done in the weight room like we always do, um, but I think that the, the true guys that are, you know, at the top are, the, you know, the, the true favorites, the fan favorites are the ones that do all the things on the outside as well with the media sharing things, you yeah. know, and it's just just a matter of not being lazy at some point, you know, like I could go home, you know, I could be at home sitting on the couch right now, which my legs want me to be right now, but it's like, you know, I'd rather be here exposing myself more shooting the shit, showing who I am, because if I want to be, you know, if I want to be a face of the sport, you want people to, you know, know, you understand your personality, understand who you are and relate to you. So it's like, I got to take advantage of this. Like, I I know that, you know, it's good that you understand that because there's still people coming up that don't, fully understand that the power of social media is just as strong as the power of the stage in fact the power of social media sometimes can be stronger than the power of the stage right because there Mm -hmm. are guys there are guys that are not as good competitively as others but are doing better financially because they've allowed people to get to know them so when you have a competitor that's at the top of the game on the stage but also at the top of the game on you know social media and getting and being interactive you kind of have all, all your covers bases and that all your bases covered. And that's your, that's when you really start to make money and really start to sh- have influence and really start to become popular in the sport is when you, you're, you're, you know, firing on all cylinders. So yeah, it's, it's came fast, but it's like, I'm someone I'm not going to like, you know, dwell and look, but you know, I, I'm, I'm living in the moment. So, you know, get as much out there as I can right now. Cause it's going to pay off you know, this is going to set me up for the future for a long time. And so, you know, I, I feel like I'm doing it right. And as you can see, it's probably, it's responding that way. And I, I'm just going to keep going, you know? So let me show real quick. Um, Brett, I have you in the description of the podcast, but just so people can check it out if they want to, you can go follow Brett, the butcher Wilkin on his page here. Go subscribe. Oh, I'm not subscribed. Now I'm subscribed. Ah. <laughs> Sorry, Brett. I'm not going to do it right now. You better Are you subscribe to my channel. Yeah. You have. I'm gonna do you next. Don't be yeah, a you fucking. Have. You got to give some shine to other people, Justin. <laughs> Can't You're have right. the shine all the time. I'll shut up. I'm no, I'm just joking. No, <laughs> so no, seriously, go to Brett's channel. 
and you see like he's training with Ian here. He's got some food tips here. He's got everything, you know, it's all here is you'd see a little bit of behind the scenes of how to get to where he is or what he does to keep going. And then Justin started his own, uh, his own channel as well. A couple weeks ago. I'm also not subscribed to just Justin's <laughs> channel, <laughs> but you, you are in the description of the podcast. Okay. So people can find you there. I'm not offended, but yeah, you have uh same thing. Justin's got some of his vlogs here eating and different stuff. So he was cool enough to put his car in the banner. <laughs> I wasn't cool enough to do that. I got to, I, I didn't do that. My, my camera guy did that, but I don't believe, I don't believe you. You totally were like, <laughs> I, I, told my, I need my fucking car in the band. <laughs> You're like, Hey, I just bought a BMW. Can you put it in the banner, please? Yeah. Or it's a fucking deal breaker. <laughs> Is that yeah. an X5? Yeah. X5 M competition. Oh, really? yeah, don't downgrade his vehicle. <laughs> That's a nice car. Um, so, so Brett, uh, when you're into these last few weeks and not saying that you don't do it regularly, but when you're trying to keep yourself busy and cross all the T's and dot all the I's, are you finding yourself doing extra things that you wouldn't do necessarily off season? Like, are you doing more massage? Are you doing more stretching? Are you doing more abs? Are you doing like more, obviously maybe tanning or like, is there a lot more little things that fill in your day that you don't necessarily do in the off season? Yeah. And I, I would say, you know, I started that a little while back now, you know, like five, six weeks ago with like, with like, you know, especially with the tanning and stuff, mm. um, trying to get that base, that base layer. Cause like for guys that are super white, like myself and Ian, we even do that little Milana tan a little bit. So you have to yeah. do that with the tanning yeah. kind of just bring that, you know, that pigment down because they'll make your tan look better. So yeah, just small. Does that, does that shit give you a uh, wicked boners or what? Yeah. That's why I, I have. I have Milano tan? Yeah, really? it does. Yeah, it definitely does. And it gives you a tan too? You gotta do it in the right before you go to bed. Yeah, so I take it right before I go to Hands bed. Boners. <laughs> Wait a minute. Sorry, Brett. One second. Paul's like, Paul's like, you know that? It gives you a boner, boner and a tan. Yeah. Oh my god, it's the boner. <laughs> Two in one. I gotta get on my phone and find it. Paul, you don't need a tan. You're fucking purple. <laughs> yeah, wow. Well, I want to balance it up, Marfu. I don't want to oh, get okay. it on a bronze color. Too. No, but if you take melanotan and you already have dark skin, it, it gets like. Look, I have like like blotch like some of my pigments different color than the rest of yeah. my face these parts will just get darker yeah and, and then it looks worse so, so like my, you're just you're just gonna be, get... you're gonna be more purple <laughs> never experienced i should try it see what it looks like <laughs> yeah, but your, your wife your wife will be happier though that's yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i didn't know it caused bone that's the craziest fucking thing ever i never knew that yeah, I'll wait. So I do it right. That's why I started doing it right before bed, and then I'll go to sleep. But I fucking wake. I wake up at like, I wake up at like one in the morning. I'm the piss with this raging. Yeah. I'm like walking over. You know the toilet where you're like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> then I'll go. Then I'll go back to bed and I'll start poking Yvonne in the back. Like, yeah. <laughs> how long have you been? How long have you been married now? I forget. You told me already, but I forget. Uh, four years. Four years. Been, yeah. You've been together for how long? uh eight eight yeah when you when you poke her in the back does she respond or is she like at this point is she like fuck off leave me alone no she didn't fuck <laughs> <He's> <laughs> like, i don't i don't know what to say i'm gonna get in trouble <laughs> matter matters how tired she is but no no it's still it's still very good probably because we don't have any kids running around bothering us and stuff but yeah definitely definitely really good all right. So the, the pose, the, the tanning is increased. What about like, obviously you've added in posing and stuff, you know, before we move on from the tan though, your color is easier than Ian's. Like 
I noticed yeah. it at the Chicago, like your color is actually very, very good. It's like a nice bronze. It's not like, and Justin, you have the same thing. Like yeah. Ian mm. has a tough time with it. Like he ends up getting it right, but I know he struggles to get it, to get it like that. Ian, Ian's translucent, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he had to do some trial and error. Remember, remember like, what was that Tampa a couple years ago when he lost the Hunter, like how bad his yeah. tan was and stuff. Yeah. I think yeah. that was kind of the final straw for him. Like he figured it out after that. And I think yeah. a tan helped him a lot. We've talked about this before with him. Oh, okay. And, um, um, yeah. So yeah, definitely posing right now. So getting the routine down. So that's spending more time. Um, I, I stretch. I have a stretch. Wait, a before, stretch. You, before you move on from posing, sorry. How long are you posing every day? I, I pose every morning. I, so but for I, how, I, how long, like 10 minutes, 20 minutes. About 15, 20 minutes I, I, with the with the gym owner here, his name is Dylan, Dylan Armbrust. Yeah. So nice. I'll do my cardio and then I'll link up with him. We go over, you know, mandatory score turns. And then I'll start after that, you know, after we're done, I'll, I'll start, I'll practice my routine abs. So, yeah. So I mean, let me, let me ask you about routine. So are they doing the best poser award at the Arnold's for the men's open? And is there like, is there a, a check that goes with it or no? Or that, are they scoring it? I know they score it. Yeah. I'm not sure because I thought they were doing that last year, but then it like it came out and it wasn't. They didn't really grade it that way. They still went by physique. I remember that because like, they, it, like Nick Walker was still first in his posing routine. You know what I mean? Oh, so and they're like, still judging the physique in the posing round. They're not judging the art of the posing. Yes, that that's how it was yeah. last year, and that because that's what kind of caught everybody off guard. Because you were like, mm-hmm. I don't think you know judge the posing, but I'm just preparing either way. You know that's why I had I had I actually you know hired a you know I have a posing coach that came out here last week. Yeah, he stayed with me for three days. You know, we put the routine together. Now it's just down me to perfect it. But I'm gonna, you know, like I said, I'm gonna make sure everything's on point, so there isn't anything that's gonna knock me down. You know, uh, tanning, posing, stretching. You were talking about how much do you how much do you stretch. So I stretch twice. I stretch with a guy twice a week. So I have a guy because this started about ten weeks out. I'm like, <laughs> you need me. you need somebody <laughs> to like force you. Into me and this but, guy. Yeah, <laughs> he's very good. Who's this Sean. guy? His name is Sean. He's good. So oh. he'll like he'll put my you know put my butt, my legs in position. Put like, my legs behind my head. I was just <laughs> gonna say put my legs behind my ears. <laughs> Down. You know I'm not doing that by myself. So no, yeah. that that helps a lot. That's really been able to, you know, get more flexibility, especially with you know on the up with the back and like you know opening the back on the back yeah. double. Yeah, the yeah, last yeah. Like, yeah. Do you do you guys think that it's something bodybuilders are missing? Because I know like I did very very little stretching in my career. And, you know, people always talk about yoga and how beneficial it is and how injuries usually come from tight muscles. And is it something you think bodybuilders would benefit from, or is it not really that important? I think absolutely. It's big. yeah. I think it's important. I don't think static stretching like pre-workout is smart. No, no, no. So I'll yeah. make perfectly clear. The one thing I do know is you never static stretch before a workout, always dynamic stretch static stretching away from your workout or post-workout so i understand that but what i'm saying is like you guys both just said it's important yeah but you probably don't do that much stretching in the off season no so that's what yeah that's what i'm gonna say it's obviously more important while you're coming down while you're losing inflammation on your body body fat being getting it into more comfortable positions um you can you know i still try to stretch in the off season but it's it's obviously not as effective way harder yeah um but like i said it's it's not like it's going to hurt anything you you it's still going to be a benefit in some sort it's just you don't you don't end up doing as much because you also got to think you know with, with with what we do how selfish the sport is and how much time it has to go into it like your off season is kind of that time to like 
cut down a little bit of time, you know, to apply to your family, yeah, yeah, your, your yeah. woman, yeah. you know, whatever your, your business, your job. So you have to cut things out. Like in that, usually what happens is, you know, bodybuilders cut out stretching or, or abs, you know, and it's just yeah. focused on the eating. So, the- so I have a, a couple things I want to ask about that because I know if, and correct me if I'm wrong, if you guys know, but I'm pretty sure um, Dante um, always promoted extreme stretching as a way to volumize a muscle. Mm-hmm. And I know Jason Ha attributes a lot of his leg mass, especially his hamstrings, calves, and, so, and a bit of his quads also to some extreme stretching. Yeah. So I guess I'm not only talking about the muscle size, which some people say it is part of it, but I'm also talking about longevity because a lot of bodybuilders start getting to their early thirties, mid thirties, late forties, and start getting injured and things like that. So I feel like I agree with you, Brett, because I was the same way, like in the off season, it's like, okay, time for my wife to have some time because I ignored her for four months, getting ready for a show. But at the same time, how much would guys benefit if they did stretch at 280, 290, 300, and were more limber, you know, like how much more longevity or how much fullness would they benefit from it? You know what I mean? I don't know about you, Brett, but does, does Ivana stretch quite a bit? Yeah. Yeah. See, my wife will stretch for 45 minutes, like every session in the gym. Because they make it look so fucking easy. It's not it. <laughs> but she'll do it. She'll just sit there on the turf on a yoga mat and stretch for 45 minutes after a workout every time. Do you do it with her? I try. Yeah, I jump in sometimes, but fuck, it's hard. Yeah. It's a workout in itself. It is. I've, yeah. I've done it for short periods of time. Like, I'll do it for like a, a week, and then I'm like, ah, fuck this. Yeah. But when I'm doing it, I always feel better afterwards. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I know Matt's really, I mean, Brett, you probably know this. Matt's really big on stretching. Like he always like, if you're following one of his programs, every, every workout, he'll tell you to stretch after. Okay. But just to, just to reiterate, do not static stretch before a workout. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that, that will just actually lessen your strength and potentially cause injury. Yep. Um, but what also I like to do, and like I said, this helps a little bit, especially in the off season when you're not stretching as much. And if you want, you know, if you do watch my YouTubes and how I train and stuff at the end of my workouts, I usually like one of the last few exercises, I usually do some kind of a stretching exercise. Yeah. Like, yeah, meaning yeah. like I will hold like, so say we're doing like arms on that last one. I do overhead triceps and then, you know, I hold it back there and, you know, I do a stretch pause set, like yeah. let it stretch yeah. for 10 seconds, rep stretch for 10 seconds. Yeah. Rep. I like those, those stretch pauses are cool. I like yeah, doing that. Good. I like doing that for calves, like seated yeah, calf raises. If you, if you yeah. let them hang out. Yeah. Um, okay. So posing, tanning, stretching, anything else that you, uh, do you ever find yourself walking around the grocery store oh, for, yeah. no, for no reason? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to ask is oldest trick in the book. When I honestly, when I was like, you know, the last six weeks before a contest and progressively, as you got closer to the show, I would find myself going to the grocery store, but like you're buying the same three things. Like you yeah. go in there, you get fish, you know, some type of vegetable and like some rice. But you walk up and down the aisles like it's, like it's an art gallery. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I walk up the cereal aisle of a new cereals that are dry. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys all do that shit. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Or watch cooking shows. I can't do that. I used to do that. Really? I do. Yeah. yeah. This is the first prep ever I've got into like these foodie things. I can't. And I'm do watching. It. Have you guys watched the Eric the Electric Eric guy? Eric the Electric, yeah. No. I watched it's that. More, it's, more, it's like it doesn't please me, like the food. It's just. I am so flabbergasted by the amount of food. He yeah, can he's like, a, it's fucking incredible. It's incredible. Like yeah. he eats 50,000 calories in one day. One Never. day. This guy. It's, yeah. it's insane. But I feel like it was like the only thing that could actually keep my attention during <laughs> prep. 
This I, is a hundred thousand calorie challenge. How many days is I this? I think he does it over a couple of days. Yeah, yeah, he definitely does that. Like got three but days. You, like, could you imagine eating thirty-five thousand calories three days in a row? Look wow. at the sixty thousand calorie challenge. Fifty thousand. Is this is insane or what? He's skinny. No, he, he documents everything. He'll show him, like he'll take his shirt off. You see how like bloated he is. Like everything. <laughs> is he is he barfing throughout the day? No. no? I, it, it make, what he does is he's like. Why he's so popular is because he takes this very serious. So, like, what he'll do, he'll eat, like, 10,000 calories, and then he'll go bike, like, 55 miles. I was going to say, he's a cyclist, so he'll cycle. He'll, like, like burn it off and then come home and do it again. Like, he'll eat, like, 10,000 calories, like, throughout the day, every three hours. Wow. So, Justin, where are you at? Uh, I'm not fat yet. I'm I'm trying. Are you holding on to your shape for the photo shoot? Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. You absolutely <laughs> <laughs> no, I look, I'm, I'm still sitting like right at two, 240. We haven't really adjusted food or anything, just kind of cruising. Are you getting a, a softer at 240 or are you still? Nah, not really. I still look okay. I'm not. I'm still like full cruise mode. Your internet. I'm like, come on, Matt. I got a photo shoot, dude. Am I cutting out? Your internet is going in and out. Yeah. Okay. Can you hear me now? Yeah. You need to hardwire that shit in. I'm sorry, dude. I'm a fucking rookie. All this oh. fancy lighting and. <laughs> so what's the most what's the most you've weighed before? I got it like right at two sixty this last off season, but I was gross. Yeah, I'll tell you, like five eight. Don't yeah. say gross. Say I was making progress. I was. I was. I was making progress. Yeah. Mm. See, it's not gross. Yeah. No, it wasn't. It was necessary. It's necessary. And look at the pictures for me from 2020 to 2021. That's what I'm saying, it right? Fucking, it fucking worked. Yeah. So, but I do have to take, uh, I do have to take a little bit of uh, exception with something you said in one of your stories. Me? Justin. Yeah. Okay. Me and you're, me and you're going to fight right now. All right. Talk to me. Let's, let's see. That. So you said in your stories that I think somebody asked you a question about training. Okay. And I forget exactly what the question was, but you said something like, if you do the, oh somebody said is it ever okay to like be use sloppy form oh god yeah you, okay I, had, said, I actually had a lot of dms about this too and you said <laughs> and you said uh no still use your perfect form and when your slow form gets sloppy that means you've done what you're supposed to do and that's the end of the set is that accurate i want to hear your defense first <laughs> no 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 i want to know if that's accurate <laughs> okay so what I'm saying is I don't want to see somebody, you know, break form, especially like, let's just say you're doing an uh, incline dumbbell press. Yep. Like there's a way I can arch the shit on my back, lift my butt up off the seat and I can drive that weight up. Yep. Is that beneficial? I don't think so. Okay. It's beneficial with a cable curl to get to a point where your muscles fully exhausted and then do a few up and control the negative. I think that's acceptable. Okay. When I've, got, when I've got 15 seconds to kind of explain to this person, uh, I know. I got ask you. me the question. I can't really go into all of that. I got you. And, okay. and people were saying like, um, it's like Dorian Yates. They're talking about how Dorian Yates like to, you know, go past failure. Yeah. If I've got a partner and I get a few assisted reps and some negatives, that's great. There's nothing wrong with that, but sure. you, shouldn't, you shouldn't be breaking form to get there. So I agree with everything you just said hundred percent. And I also agree with in a 15 second clip, it's hard to explain that. So I'm glad we have the podcast to kind of clear that up. So, um, what I, what I thought to myself was John was John Meadows was always yeah. very, very, um, he was a big proponent of, of cheat reps or, right. or, yeah. or, or, or partials, I guess you'd call them. Right. Yeah. So you would finish 
you would do exactly what you said. You would do your like perfect form or good form. Right. And then once your good form was done, you would do some cheat reps afterwards, like a half reps, partials, okay. however you want to call them. Brett, am I right about that? Cause you work with John a lot. Yeah, but I think you're getting in, there's a difference between cheat reps and there's a difference between partials. So what, like, what I'm saying there is like, he would have you do partials. Like say you're doing like hamstring curls yep, and right. you can't get any more all the way up. So you just do the bottom quarter. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But what, what, what Justin's talking about is like, say you're pressing and then instead of at the end, yeah, you could do a couple quarter reps. That's cool. But what yep. guys are doing is they're throwing it into their shoulders yeah. and using a whole different muscle. So okay. that's different. Like, you know, you're not going to let a different muscle take over to finish it through these cheat reps. But what you can do is keep it in the muscle and hit partials. Yes, I like that. Okay, I agree I with you, seen, right? So, I have seen John talk about uh, using like a little bit of front delt to kind of bring a curl up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he does. He does talk about cheat reps and partials. I'm glad Brett deciphered Dur- between the two. But I'll, but I'll give it or, or differentiate it between the two. I'll give you guys another example. So pec deck, for example, you want to keep your shoulders back and keep your shoulders out of it, right? Mm-hmm. But I've had, I've been, I've been personally working with John where he's like, okay, let's get a few more and I'll have, he'll have me roll my shoulders forward and squeeze out like a few more. Now you are getting more front delt, but it is probably going to roast the last little bit of your chest. So it's almost like, I feel like there is a place for cheat reps. There is a place for partials, but I yeah. do agree with Justin wholeheartedly that 90% of your set should be done with correct form. Yeah. And I think it also depends on experience level. Like I don't want to, I don't want to see a beginner leaning forward on the pec deck and rolling into their, into their front delts. Yeah. And yeah. 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 Just, just finish the set. And I don't personally do that, but you know, if I've got a partner, that's when I'll get like three or four assisted reps. Yeah. So you're a huge, you're a huge proponent of perfect form, right? Justin. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Cause I know like throughout my career, I've seen some guys who are like, they're, they're like that. They're just like, everything's got to be perfectly executed. There's no room for error that way. And I don't think there's anything wrong with yeah. that. But I, but I wonder sometimes, does it ever get boring? Uh, man, I think for me, chasing down those perfect sets is, is the exciting part. I really like that. Yeah, I like, yeah. I really like nailing at each set and each rep perfectly. And especially if you're doing like a progressive overload style where you're logging everything, it should be quantifiable. Every rep should be the same. Every set from week to week should be the same. That way I can yeah, track yeah. my progress. It makes it easier. Paul, what do you think? Do we, how sloppy are we when we train? I think certain exercises are more suitable for cheat reps and certain exercises are more suitable for partials. Like, yeah, so yeah. I think, yeah, absolutely. Can you, I think but, so too. Can you give me an example of what you mean? Um, like, like a barbell curl, for example, I think it would probably be safer to do partial reps there than it would be to cheat reps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you stand, a standing barbell curl instead of yeah. shit out of yeah. 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 Cause I think you're going to get more out of the partial on that exercise, but, but, not, but wait like, a minute, but not necessarily because if I, let's say, I, let's say I do my 10 perfect reps <laughs> and then I cheat up, you know, two to two or three at the end, you're still getting that full negative, right? So yeah, there, is a, sure. there is a reason why I would do a full cheat because I want a, that full negative on the way down. Yeah, if you're getting the negative, then yeah, I agree with you. But like, if you're just cheating the reps up, though, you know what I mean? And just slamming them up. Yeah, yeah it doesn't yeah. do anything. Yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah, I, I just think to a certain, you know, like you made the example of a pec deck. I think a pec deck is more suitable for cheating rather than partials. Yeah. Because I don't yeah. like a partial in a fly position. I think I'd be vulnerable. 
but I could cheat it with by using some front delt. I think like Brett said with like a lying hamstring curl, I don't want to see someone, you know, arching their back a bunch and using their glutes to try to throw up the, the last yeah, few. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd rather yeah. do some partials. And if anybody's actually done like true partials on a hamstring yeah. curl when fully exhausted it's that's brutal but you know what sure. that's actually perfectly that's a good really good example of what paul said because you're 100 right i would never do cheat reps on a lying leg curl right you know what i mean it just doesn't it you don't get i don't feel like you get the same benefit right and, and yeah. Fuad, would you you probably wouldn't do partials on a fly right because i'm trying like to you're... think i'm trying to think of how often we do cheat reps because we don't usually do yeah. cheat reps because we're trained yeah. together so we usually do forced reps more than anything yeah. I honestly feel like the only place I can see it applicable is in like a cable curl, yeah. something yeah. Like where you yeah. could, you know, use the front delts a little bit to bring it up. I really, I don't do cheat reps ever anywhere to be honest. I think I'm, I think I, you know, I think you're right. Me, I'm thinking about me and Paul training together and like most of the time, because we're always training together. Yeah. We do what we do more than anything is four reps where like once he's burnt mm-hmm. out, yeah, I'll get him through the rep and then he'll control the negative or vice yeah. versa. Right. Yeah. I, so, I get more out of that. I think that's, that's really what I was trying to say in the, and I had like eight or nine people DM me. Yeah. And that's yeah. really what I was trying to say. Going past failure with a partner is great. Getting yeah. those reps and getting those additional negatives. That's awesome. But when you're by yourself, especially when you're talking to thousands and thousands of people who don't really know how to train on your social media, I think the best message I could have given was just don't. I agree. Agreed. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I think um, when I train by myself, I do use partials more often, like what Brett was saying. Yeah, I'll try and get, I'll try and burn out the muscle just a little bit more with the partials, just to get every last bit out of the muscle that I can. Yeah, I love a good example of that is like I, I usually always train with a partner, especially on legs. Mm -hmm. So like, but when you're when you're by yourself, let's go back to the hamstring curl. When you're by yourself, you're gonna get as many contractions as you can all the way up. And then when you can't get any more, then that's when you're going to hit partials. Halfway so up, that, yeah. That's what I do by myself, like you would. Yeah. If you have a partner, I would have my partner then assist me and do force. And control the negatives. Yeah. 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 Just, and then you yeah, get the full contraction. It matters if you have somebody there or not, how you get adjusted. Yeah, yeah, Sometimes yeah. I'll do partials even with a partner. I just tell my partner, I don't, I want to do partials on this, you know. Yeah, seat. yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, that yeah but you'll, get, yeah. you'll use them to get some more force reps first. Yeah, I'll so finish, exactly. I'll finish off and then I'll hammer into some partials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, we did it today. We'll do some force negatives, you know. Those are fun. oh, on the uh, what did we do today with the force negatives? We did um, preacher curl, we did the preacher curl, and then we did the uh, overhead extension. We did some oh, force, negative. Did like force negative where your yeah. partner is actually pushing down. Well, I did, yeah. I did a force negative, yeah, on both. So, like on the on the preacher, Paul used a weight that was too easy for him because he likes to take it easy in the gym, he doesn't really like to push himself. I got some injuries, so. <laughs> So, <laughs> so I noticed that he was doing like 35 reps on this exercise. So I was like, I'm just going to pull down a little bit and then he just resists. And then we get, yeah, we actually get more out of it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's good. Um, Paul, what's going on with you? How's your, how's your new cardio, your year, good. your new year's resolution? It's going good. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling a difference. I, uh, the cardio is getting easier. Right Today's, on. That's today cool. is Friday. Yeah. How many sessions of cardio did you do this week? Oh, uh, this week hasn't been that great. I did Wednesday night um, <laughs> and uh, I think Monday night. You're the best. <laughs> oh, me and you just cardio foot. Me and you just so a couple days ago. <laughs> not, so good, not so good, eh? <laughs> well, I, I, yeah, yeah, this week hasn't been great for it. But we did, me and you did some cardio too the other day. So I kind of did three days this week. That was half cardio. That wasn't still, even like, hey, I don't, I don't have up. my machines yet. I ordered, uh, I ordered two treadmills and a step mill. Do you not have any cardio equipment at your gym? I hit the bag for cardio. Usually yeah. I go in the morning by myself, like 
two or three times a week and I hit the bag and that's, it's really good cardio. Actually. It's, it's yeah. almost like a, it almost feels like hit cardio. Cause while you're hitting the bag, you're like, my heart rate is through the roof. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. and you look super badass. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's something to see. It's something to see. Believe me. Oh, no, no. You, you, feel, I, you feel super badass. So no, you know, I, I, I actually he, look good, dude. I posted it. It looks like oh, a lot, a lot of compliments. Yeah. You float like a butterfly. I got a lot of compliments. I got a lot of compliments for people. I, it's like, I know what I'm doing. People love me. <laughs> all right paul we're gonna i'm gonna videotape you next time you hit the bag we're gonna see uh, I, the, the yeah, I wanna see that i wanna do yeah <laughs> you gotta see paul hit the bag it's wonderful you'll, you'll see the thunder. it's really good you'll see the thunder um, you'll like see that. the thunder you'll, nah, you get, you'll see the thunder of these fists what you really okay. gotta see is paul skip skip paul jumping i, got, rope. I was better last paul time jumping paul jumping rope is oh. a sight to behold that was the first time i ever tried it the first time you filmed me but that last time i showed you i got better at it <laughs> First time you ever jumped rope was recently. It was well, like it was like when three I was months ago. <laughs> other than when really? I was a kid, yeah. <laughs> Damn. So, Paul, am I allowed to show everybody? Well, I wish you wouldn't, but you're probably going to. <laughs> no, I, I, if you don't want me to, if you don't want me to, I won't. But I don't care. What's what? What else? What doesn't matter? Where where, where is it? I gotta find. I gotta find it. It's so good, <laughs> man. It's like, it's the greatest <laughs> skipping rope. Did you film? Did you film it the last time when it was when I was much better? You weren't much better. <laughs> you weren't yeah, much better. <laughs> I don't know. I think I lost it. I gotta find oh, it. I'll, I'll have bad. to post. I'll have to post it on my Instagram. Oh, that's even better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but people listen. People love you. They're gonna love it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I'm starting to get some haters. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> Tell I me. Block, I had to block somebody the other day. No, no way. Shit. Who hates yeah. you? Nobody hates you. What do they say they hate you? I said something about uh, why am I doing cardio? I'm on steroids anyways. Or something oh, like that. fuck those guys. Yeah, but just an anonymous account, of course, you know. Um, so, you know. What, yeah, poor Paul wrote it down in his diary. He's really upset. <laughs> well, I, I told you about the nose jokes, too, that I get frequently. Oh, my God. Did you see the last podcast, the comments? Yeah. Every nose, single, I got a bunch of nose emojis. Every single one was about your nose. Yeah, nose emoji or a, or a fucking eggplant <laughs> oh yeah oh by the way brett justin is known as big dick shire from now on don't do this <laughs> <laughs> why is that it was just it was just tapering off he told everybody he told everybody he had a big he had a big dick and he uh, probably does it but... talking about my... <laughs> he probably yeah. doesn't I just want to know. I just want everyone to know, though. I, I I've been working on it a little bit. If it's now. really if it's really bad, he'll cut this part out. It, it, no, yeah. he no, he won't. <laughs> no, I will. No, no, you won't. If you tell me that all the time, it should never do. No, I swear, God, I'll cut it out. You tell me that that I watch it the next day, and it's there. <laughs> He's worked for it now. Oh, yeah, I already love it. I already love it. Just leave it at that. He's doing the work one at a time, Hop. Holy shit. Are you guys ready for this? Uh, yeah. 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 Paul, are you good? Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> you put it in slow motion? No, that's what it looks like. It seems like it goes much faster. You pathetic loser. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't have great coordination when it comes to athletic moves. That is really... Your uh, <laughs> thread laughing in the back. <laughs> he loves this shit. He loves that video. Uh, but that was really bad. I'm better at it now. I'm sure you are. I am. I practice now, a little imagine bit. That guy, imagine that guy hitting a bag. 
Supersetting <laughs> 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 it with the jump rope. Oh, Holy fuck. Oh. Anyway, I'm sorry, Paul. I'll cut that yeah, out. No, you're not. No, don't you're cut not. that. That was really good. Yeah. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, you. You gotta cut that out, right? <laughs> if you if you want me, if you really want me to, I will. I don't care what you do anymore. You know what was really funny? Let's, I don't know if you guys did you guys see that the video that the, the bodybuilding bollocks guy did with you driving the, the bus on oh yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> that was so fucking funny. <laughs> when he did the speed the speed video. <laughs> yeah, that was oh weird. yeah, 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 yeah. And the bus drivers with the plate. Man. Um that was fucking funny. Brett, how do you feel about everybody dropping out of the show? Not everybody, but I mean we have Nathan, Mo, and now Akeem are out. Akeem's out. Yeah, Akeem yeah. dropped out apparently. Yeah, he had said he had COVID. So yeah, Leo was out first, right? So what? Like, what did you say? Who who is out first? Raphael. Oh yeah, Raphael. Oh, oh yeah, too. that's right. Yeah, Brandeo. Brandeo, yeah. yeah. So like, what? It was like started at like fourteen. Now it's what ten or nine? Like, damn. Yeah. You're gonna be you're gonna be top ten for sure. <laughs> first Arnold, it's not bad, buddy. That's good, yeah. man. That's good. <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta last long enough to get there, right? Justin, <laughs> Justin you fucking kill me, man. <laughs> gotta show up. That's not bad, buddy. <laughs> um, no, but seriously, does that? Do you even think about that, or you're like, I don't care anyway. It didn't matter. No, it, I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't affect how I'm, you know, preparing myself. No, but I, but but I mean, I, mean I, would, it, I would rather have like, yeah, I, I, I'd much rather have fifteen. 20 guys there you know yeah. it just makes not just for me you know and like on the competition aspect but for the audience too you know yeah yeah yeah, like yeah, yeah. Is, they're really 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 building this year up you know i know they they're inve- they invest a lot of money into the marketing of this into the expo into mm-hmm. the stage so it's like you know we want to present all these guys that you know that got selected so it does kind of suck um but like i said i think you know i think I personally think the top guys are still there, so it's still going to be a hell of a show. It's still a very strong yeah. lineup, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's still yeah. a very strong lineup. But yeah, definitely numbers is always fun, you know. Um, yeah. I actually had a uh, Arnold committee meeting today with like the other with Dennis and uh, Janet Leog because they're commentating as well, and they're doing something really cool this year. So they're going to have the broadcast booth apparently, and they're also going to have one of us go down and do like a play by play from the stage at certain oh, yeah. time at certain times of the show, kind of like. You know, if you watch like uh, if you watch like Monday Night Football, yeah. they have like the guys in the booth, and they'll have a guy on the sideline. Yeah, like so talk- you're gonna you're gonna be like Aaron Andrews. Yeah, I don't know who that is, but okay. Oh my so god! Should, <laughs> I haven't watched football in forever, Brett. Give me a fucking break, <laughs> <laughs> Brett. Give me cut me some slack. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start watching football again next year. I promise. Google Aaron Andrews, but don't don't go to her like video where she was like posing naked or whatever she got i remember that controversy you're breaking out you're frozen yeah justin's frozen is it me what the fuck i typed it like oh i know this chick okay yeah you know that chick i typed her name like a guy's name aar yeah (laughs) yeah no i know this girl but yeah that's what i'll that's what it won't be just me like i guess we're gonna take turns you know what if it's like the bikinis up then janet will probably go down and you know talk about it or interview people or like if the men's open is up like i me or dennis will go down and like look at the show and talk about the show and then maybe go backstage interview some people like backstage but i think it's going to be really cool like uh, a little bit more it would be like more of an interactive thing for people watching yeah Yeah, that's really are they having all the strong man and everything too fred yeah that's between two and seven i guess 
on okay. Friday and Saturday. So they'll be like in between the two prejudging and finals. Okay. Um, <clears throat> you know, the only thing I wish they could do that they can't do because of logistics is when we commentate, we're commentating on a screen. So basically like everybody who's watching the pay-per-view, we're, we're watching the same thing they are. So we're commentating on a screen. Whereas like, I wish we were sitting, you know, like um, yeah. some events, they're sitting like and watching the thing live. Like if you watch UFC, right? Yeah, I was gonna say like, Joe yeah. Rogan, like Rogan, Daniel Cormier, 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 and uh, and and uh, John Anik or whatever. Yeah. They all sit ringside and they commentate on exactly what they're seeing. Mm-hmm. So I wish they could do something like that where they had like a little booth set up where we could actually watch the show live. But then I guess at the same time, it's probably also a good thing that we're seeing the same thing people at home are seeing. So we're ever, we're describing the same thing for them that they're already seeing. So I don't know. It would be cool though to have like a like at, at the judges' table or something. You know, they're commentating from there. Yeah. That's what I Maybe. thought. Like if they could put right behind the judges' tables, they could put yeah. like a, a section for three people to sit and actually talk about the show. But yeah. then you wonder like it's probably hard because of sound and like. For think, sure. Think about all the different sound issues you're going to have with people cheering and then us trying to commentate. But they do at UFC pretty yeah, effectively they do at the UFC. still, you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know suggest. why. Change well, the game I, just for next year for that. Well, I actually asked about it today. I said, hey, is there any way oh. we can we can watch, like, commentate the show live? And he said, well, I don't know if we can now because of the way the, st- the, the arena is set up. Yeah. But he's like, we're going to have one of you go down to the stage and do some live stuff, interactive stuff with the with the with the guys on stage backstage or like talking about them right at the stage so that's at least really cool. at least that's cool there'll be something like a little bit more interactive for people watching for sure. i'm really excited about it i think it's gonna be fucking awesome yeah 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 it's pretty good um, to go. hope you don't blow it <laughs> <laughs> good luck can we talk about your fingers you're gonna do great honestly talk, i'm excited we, for you can we talk about your fingers <laughs> <laughs> what about them? i just noticed you're trying to take off the lid off your cap Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Does that hurt? Can you put it back on and show us? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that how you? That, I guess you would grip with all fingers. That's right. Yeah, I just fuck with yeah. you because you're fucking with me. So, <laughs> yeah, can I we mean, talk I... about your amputated hand? <laughs> <laughs> we talk about something deeply personal. It's my it's my go to every time. Yeah, you, ro- you roast me for you something. You fuck else. with me. Yeah, I gotta come back yeah. at you. Are you right handed or left handed, Justin? I'm right-handed. Oh, that sucks. You, you jerk off with your right hand? I jerk off left. So you jerk off with one finger? No, no, no. I do left. I can't. I can't. Oh, do you, it. you just don't get the grip and the girl. It just doesn't work. So, so, you, so did, you to, did you have to teach your? Yeah, Paul, go ahead. You're going to ask it. I'm yeah, sorry, Paul. Did you have to learn how to do everything left-handed? Like throw? Oh, I was um, going to ask him more specific. but Yeah, I want to know more about the masturbating. <laughs> yeah, that's what Kuwait wants to know about. I want to know if you can throw a football. You know, my wife said to me yesterday. So oh, I've shown her. I've shown her a clip of the. Why uh, am I still just doing? This? <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> I'm nervous. I was showing. showing my, off. I was showing my wife a clip of uh, the last podcast we were talking about Nick's girlfriend, mm-hmm. and she's like, you know, every time sex comes up, you get really excited, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like what the fuck? Where is fuck someone? I, I, don't, I don't notice that. I thought we all like. No, we all equally get pretty fired up. We all get pretty fired up, right? Like yeah, when we talk, okay. it's not. Well, the camera. She just knows what your excitement is more than us. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Maybe, like, I guess. I don't yeah, because it, it pops up and then she just looks right at you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How's the motherfucker going to respond? You know why, though? I like it because I think it's fucking hilarious, number one, because everybody does something a little different. 
And I also think it's the one thing everybody watching and everybody here can all relate to. There's no like, it's, it's everybody has the same shit, weird stories about sex. So it's like, when it comes yeah. up, I'm, I'm happy to talk about it. Cause I know yeah. everyone can connect to it in some, everyone way. connects to it in some way. So yeah. I wonder Maybe. if body blows now, are now everyone's rushing out to buy Melanotan so they can have huge boners. I'm going yeah. to get Melanotan. And a, and beautiful I want to see what it's like. And a beautiful tan. If I'm a, um, if I'm a lot I'm, darker at the Arnold's, you guys are going to know why. I'll know why. Yeah. And Dick. <laughs> You're a lot darker. You're all darker walking around with a boner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, going down doing the live commentary with a huge boner. There's Fuad judging the, the bikini division. Yeah. <laughs> pitching, a, pitching a tent on the side there. Can you imagine? Fuck. Um, I did request a fan, though. That's awesome. I got to be the weirdest guy on earth. So the meeting's over, and I'm like, so uh, I have one request. And the guy's like, what do you think? I'm like, is it going to be hot? like in the area where we're doing the commentating he's like i don't know probably not and i'm like <laughs> i'm like do you think i could get a fan <laughs> like, that's weird. i would ask for a fan that's uh, awesome well, you ask, what do we do if we get a boner <laughs> no, seriously i'm gonna be sitting there in a three-piece suit i know i'm gonna be sweating so i'm like you know hit me with the fan and then i can do this do my thing i would absolutely ask for a fan okay good yeah. so it's not that not that weird i would have no. never thought of it but that's i wish strange. i had a fan right now just I got one. There, I feel Justin, better. I got one right there. Oh, thanks, buddy. It's on <laughs> full. It's on full blast. Oh, you right do? Now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I may. I'll have my wife bring me in a fan. Um. All right. We should. Oh, I feel self conscious every time I'm. <laughs> 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 the thing is, if I hold it with this hand, I run the risk of dropping it. Justin. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Justin, I have to say, you have become one of my favorite people since we started doing this podcast. <laughs> You're fucking hilarious, dude. That means a lot. Man. Um. And you're you're also one of my favorite people. I got well, you said you're going to be my Valentine forever and ever. So. Yeah, forever and ever. That's a big commitment. Forever. That's a big. So, you guys are both wearing dad hats, and uh, Justin, Justin had a conversation with me the other day about clothing and how he'd like to assist me in making some suggestions about clothing. Guide the ship a little bit. Yeah, he wants to guide the ship a little, and I'm like, all right, well, I'm always up for you know, people that are working for the company having their say, I mean, the, the, the oversized shirts were, you know, Brett, Justin and Ben from like a year ago has been bugging me. So yeah. those guys were your love idea them. and people love them. Yeah. So he says to me, Brett, that he wants to do dad hats. And I'm like, I don't know if dad hats really fit the hostile brand. What's the dad hat? The hat he's wearing. Like, um, I think, what is it? Where is it at? This one? Yeah. This, this H right here, can't yeah. really see it. you can't. Yeah, now you can see it's it. It's embroidered really small right here. Would would do well. That's, that's my a, opinion. That's a dad hat that he's wearing, Paul. Like the the yeah. no no lip, like no uh. The same thing he's wearing. Yeah. Yeah. There's no crown on it. It just goes all the way back. Yeah. Oh, okay. I like that. Usually, back looks like that. I think it would look good on you, Fuad. You're it's Papa Fuad. Papa Fuad yeah. in a dad hat. So let me see yeah. the back of your hat, Justin. Same oh, so thing. yeah. So it's got to have that on the back. No, I, I think you're thinking too much, man. I, I think I think I am a bodybuilder and I represent myself very well and I absolutely love dad hats. <laughs> like, yeah, 
they just fit better and they look better in the gym. I didn't know where you were going with that. I, thought, <laughs> I didn't either. I was, I thought he was going to say, fuck dad hats. Yeah. I thought he was like, dude, oh. don't listen to Justin. Fuck that. Dude. <laughs> no, I agree with Justin. We need dad hats. Yeah, I think All so. Right. Those, yeah. it's, yeah, everybody... it's just a super casual hat that I can honestly fucking sit on in my pickup and then just throw on my, in my, on my head and it fits and feels I've good. I've never, never worn a dad hat. Yeah. I like those. I, I don't like those. I don't like those straight visor ones. No, no, it's not the, it's not the visor. It's not the, it's not the brim. It's the, it's the crown. But so we have, so our hats. So here, look, our hats are. I like like those hats. Like a mid, this is, it's a mid crown, right? I like that. I like it more when it breaks down. It doesn't sit as tall. Okay. I get it. Yeah. And it's not sitting as. See, I don't, I don't think this is tall because you have like a high crown hat. Those are the ones I don't like. Yeah. I don't like those at all. And then this is like a mid crown. Yeah, and then but Justin's wearing like a dad hat, which is like no crown, it's just yeah. right back because because it's the material, right? It kind of sits more. Yeah, it's the, yeah, yeah it's I like those soft, soft material. Yeah, yeah. see, there's no like see on the inside of that how it has the bridge. Yep. Like yeah, his hat, his hat doesn't have that, so it just right. goes, just goes flat. Okay. So well, I'm leave gonna, comments. Comment below. Comment below if you guys want dad hats. If I they win. flop, the agreement was I had to pay for all that. <laughs> I already told Justin, yeah. I said, I'll, I'll do it, but you got to pay for all of them if it doesn't but work. He, yeah, he's going to give it to you. It costs them. <laughs> Comment daddy below if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's do some questions before we get head off. Oh, we've only been on for a little bit. Maybe we'll I'm glad you on. agree, Brett, because you're a fucking hardcore bodybuilder. And well, of course, yeah, he's, of not, course he's going to agree. He's wearing one. Yeah. I'm ashamed of my dad hat. <laughs> <laughs> Am I just way out of like, Am I way too old? Like I just thought that hey, it's, it's, not, you rocked a, a mohawk for like 10 years. You're way out of the loop. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? My mohawk was awesome. Son of a bitch. How dare you? Time. At the time, that's it was like cool. the fourth time. That's the fourth time Brett has said something about my mohawk. You know how do you know how many fucking fans I had that would message me their fucking hair and be like, I cut my hair because you had a mohawk. And they would have a mohawk. How many? Oh, I can't. I'm just saying wow. it was like, like eight. No, I'm just I saying. Mean, it's like that, a lot. <laughs> they had to relate, they had to relate to somebody out there. It's a new. It's just a new generation. I think. Yeah. I think it's. It's. Uh, you know, leaning in a certain certain direction. I wouldn't pull a mohawk now if I was like if I was just coming up. But at the time, it felt right. It was kind of like in style. There was I forget who was it was. There was Chuck Liddell first, obviously. Oh yeah. And then there was I think there was a couple football players that done it. A lot more people were doing the mohawk back then. Anyway. Brian, Brian Boswell. And oh, the, yeah. the original. Bosworth. Yeah, there was a lot more mohawk. It takes going a on. certain. It takes a certain type. I would look like a fucking idiot. Oh, you you did rock your right. You you looked. You, were, you rocked it good. It, yeah, it I first thought I, I thought I liked it, but then obviously when you get a little older, you're like, okay, time to just. And then it starts thinning out. I'm like, it's now thin. I just have like I have like four hairs. Yeah, <laughs> you got like a patch right here. It's kind of like kind of like, like Paul. Like Paul shows the top of your head. Yeah, yeah, like that's what it looked like. No, no you have this much coverage. I could, I could. This is what pretty good. Mean, what do you mean coverage? I can see your scalp. Well, yeah, but it's got my haircut. Just got faded. Come on, oh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's right. right. It's yeah. got faded. It got, fade, it got faded. Out. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are the best. Um, okay, uh, questions. If you could travel back to any time in history, when and where would you go? You can bring one thing from the present with you. What would you bring? I would definitely go back to like the twenties. Why? Right to the right, right to the fucking Great Depression. Perfect. Well, okay, well, before the yeah. Depression though, <laughs> that era because it was more of a man's dominated society. But can you say that about like the fifties? Maybe like after the war? 
yeah, like that whole period of time, you know, about 40 years there. I would have, I would have, I would have, I would have did well in that era, I think. You think men aren't men anymore? Uh, well, no, I wouldn't say that. Well, yeah, I would say that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't totally disagree with that. Yeah. It would have been a better era for me. I think. It's not that men aren't men anymore. It's that society yeah. makes it wrong to be a man. Yeah. Kind of, you're kind Whereas of it used on. to be in the past that you were looked, it was looked at positively that you were a man. Mm-hmm. Now it's looked at negatively if you're too masculine. Agree. Yeah. Yeah. So you want to go back to a time when being a man was something that should be proud of. Yeah. Well, it's just more of a male dominated society, which you sexist bastard. Probably doesn't sound right. That didn't sound I mean, right, Paul. I was no, with you until you said I, that. And I was like, yeah, reword that. Let me reword that. I bet more uh I want to know. go back to when women had to sit in the back seat. <laughs> Where she belongs. Not, Not that far back. Um, but I don't know. Just yeah, simpler times. Let me put it that way. You mean, so would you be happy if there was no internet? <clears throat> internet? Yeah, I could do without it. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think life was simpler then. I wonder sometimes. I see we do stuff like this and I have a lot of fun. And then I'm like, yeah. yeah. There's good fun. things and bad. Yeah, for sure. It's, yeah. uh, it's definitely made life way busier. Like, you know, everybody's on their phone now all day long. You know, yeah. you didn't have that before. You ever fucking lose your phone or break your phone or something? Don't have it for a day? You almost or feel better. You almost feel you ever, better. You ever lose it for half an hour and you freak out? No, mm-hmm. but sometimes I feel better. Like, let's say, for example, like I was visiting my mom in the hospital. My phone died. So I was like, I didn't have a phone for like two hours. Oh, yeah. actually, actually. And there's nothing I could do. I couldn't plug it in. I could, and I wasn't going to leave. You know, I was at the hospital. Well, especially you. You're but I actually you like your phone. I actually felt good, though. Like, it actually kind of made me feel good to not have a phone. Nobody could call me. Nobody could text me. Yeah. You know, um, whenever we go on family vacations, I, I was me and me and the wife, I was trying to make an agreement. Like, we'll stay off our cell phones. You yeah. know, while we're on vacation and uh you know I mean, we don't always stick strictly to that but it feels good to get kind of unplugged for a while and forget about all the news and social media and stuff like that sometimes when me and the wife are watching a movie we agree to both put our phones on the coffee table and not touch them yeah. isn't that funny how like proud of ourselves we are if we can stay off our phones while we watch tv yeah and it's kind of recent too right like a, a smartphones have been around for how it's long not now? it's not that i'm proud but i do it too i'll be like i didn't even touch my i didn't touch my phone that whole movie but it, does, like, it like, does, but it does make me, it does make me proud though. Cause like two hours is a long time, especially when you're like trying to keep up with DMS and you're trying to respond yeah. to comments and like, yeah. Right. So it's like, Brett, are you like that at all? You, you put the phone down for a while sometimes. Because all of these media sources have become, they, they got it all figured out. That's so addictive. Well, yeah. You know, yeah. We, we are all addicted to these. We, we, we might not admit it or know it, but we are addicted. Fuck yeah. To feeling, you yeah. know I mean? The, you know, the endorphins that are released by likes, by comments, things like that. It is really hard to not grab your phone during a slow time of a movie or something. We get so caught up in our, in our yeah, yeah you it's just yeah. I don't even I don't do it on purpose. I don't do it subconsciously, or I do it subconsciously. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I just open my phone. And I'm going, what the fuck did I even? Do you guys have? Do you guys yeah. have a moment like like I just said like during a movie? I'll me and my wife have made an agreement like okay, the phones go on the coffee table. Yep. Well, let's just let's just watch the movie together. Do you guys have a, do you guys have another time? Cause I think we do it at dinner too. Sometimes we're like, if we I go out to dinner, we're like, let's put it down for a bit. Yeah. I think it's rude to be on your phone when you're watching a movie with somebody. I mean, like, you know, I understand if you got to answer a message or something, but like if I'm watching, if I'm, me and Tony are watching a movie, I don't want, I don't want, I'm not going to be on my phone. Like, cause that's our time together. And you know, and I hope she, you know, and she doesn't, and she's the same. I have I mean, to say, answer a message. One thing, but I have to say, Paul is the most uh, self-aware about this thing. Maybe he because I'm older. 
He won't. No, I, I think it's just because you're a nice person. He won't. Uh, he, if I'm if we're in a car together driving to the gym or something, right? He won't go on his phone. He won't check his phone. If somebody answers, he actually apologizes if he has to answer it. Like I notice it's something you do. You're not. You're very conscious of like being on the phone with somebody else present. Well, do you think? Do you think it's rude? Like if you're if you're no, no. I, I'm saying it's a nice thing that you do. I'm not saying it's wrong. Yeah, well, that's how I think of it. Because like <laughs> I'm with this person. This person's want to hear me on my phone talking to somebody else. Yeah, you know. Yeah. No, it's it is it is rude, and it's not something I intentionally do, but I find myself doing it a lot, just grabbing my phone. And, yeah. How much? How much more do you find yourself doing it when you're two weeks out, like I am right now? Holy fuck! Oh. I fucking hate it. Like I'll just be, like, I'll be looking, at, like you said, I'll be looking at my phone. Like, why am I looking at my phone right now? Like, yeah. Or why yeah. am I still sitting in my vehicle? Why am I on Amazon.com again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's just the feel because you're so anxious and probably you know, the orals and every like you know lean into a show, but it's like. Yeah. It, it's it, yeah it comes to that part like it's hard to finish a movie even like you well you know like, my um my attention span gets like this long oh yeah like as i get close, the sh- gets yeah. shorter and shorter as i get closer to the show yeah so like that's why i think i'm on my phone all the time i just need something to keep my attention yeah. something that's, to, all, that's yeah. what it is when yeah. i used to compete we didn't have smartphones yet so i didn't have that so i don't Fuck know what the hell old, i did man. i know so i don't know what the <laughs> hell i did <laughs> Because I was, I couldn't watch a movie when I was in like a like a pre contest. I can't uh, watch a movie when I'm. I couldn't, yeah. but I don't know what I used to do with my time then. You know, like a good comedy would come out, and I would be like, "I'm gonna wait till after the show to watch this movie." Yeah, because I, I won't enjoy it. Right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's that, Justin? I said, "Kids, at two weeks out, you can't even laugh." No, no nothing's no. funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Okay, so we went way off the question. So you're gonna go back to a time when women can't vote. Okay, no, I want to reward that. For that. I, I said, I'm going to get hacked for that. I, I, I don't want women to vote. I didn't say that. I said, I just want to go back to a simpler time. That's all. What are you going to take with you from, from now? Because you get to take, take something with, with you. Yeah. Uh, you can't say like your Technology-wise? You mean like technology Whatever wise? you want. It can be a fucking hammer if you want. But I can't say like... Take some real weed. I don't oh, think... Yeah. Weed's imagine you took the weed... Imagine you... Imagine you took the weed from now oh, like, to 50 years ago. Around. You'd kill people with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or you took like wax or something or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Because <laughs> I remember, I remember when I was a kid, like it was all like that Mexican weed that was around, you know, oh, that yeah. dried up fucking dirt weed full of seeds. Dirt weed. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. But like the weed nowadays is fucking like so much better. Yeah. That's what I would take. Definitely. You take weed. Okay. I take weed. Justin, when, what time are you going to go back to? Oh, man. That's tough. Or Brett, if you got one. Going back to 2019 with a net. You're gonna kill that fucking bat. I'm gonna go to Wuhan, China, and kill that fucking bat. (laughs) I was gonna say that same same thing. For real, yeah. Like, look what that we, which we don't know if it was really a bat or not. We're not gonna get into that. It's not a fucking bat. It's not a fucking bat. Fucking, it was a whatever. Whatever changed. It's so funny. It'll change society to what it is today. These last three year, two and a half years, like that would go back and try to fix that. Yeah, I think that would actually be a a novel cause. I would not to get into COVID, but I think it's hilarious that they're like. It's racist if you said if it came from a lab in China, but it's not racist if you said you came from a dirty fucking market in China. Yeah, <laughs> good point. I'm like, how's that any fucking better? Like, you're still fucking sa- now. You're saying they're dirty. That's even worse. True. Yeah. True. Anyway, so okay, where are you going, Brett? Do you have a time? Uh, Brett, I, I think Brett just said it. Okay, that's it. Okay, well, yeah. uh, Justin, where are you going? 
go back to the 80s for rock and roll and titties. I was going to say the <laughs> 80s. I feel like the 80s was a really good time. That was a good era. Yeah. I feel the like 90s the 80s were good too. I feel mm-hmm. like the 80s was good for football. It was good for fucking like music. Pretty epic time. Yeah. It was good. It was great for, for sports. Mm-hmm. It was good for and everything. Good. Yeah. yeah. And it was before like media, like social media yeah. for everything. Yeah. I, know, like, I know it's it's easy to romanticize, but when you just see like videos or pictures pop up from the 80s, you're like, fuck that. That looks good. Like did yeah. you guys miss having a phone on the wall? No. Oh, like the dials? <laughs> yeah. You know, my, my, my daughter asked me today what a what a payphone was. Really? Oh, wow. That's so yeah. weird. Yeah. I don't know if you saw it in a video on YouTube or something like that, but she asked me what a payphone was. What'd you tell her? I was like, well, you know, you might see them at the mall still. That's the only place I could think of where you might still see one. Yeah. Um, you know, like your big phones on the wall where you got to put like, I don't know if you even put money in anymore. You use cor- credit cards. Oh, now you put a card in. Maybe, probably, yeah. probably. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, but these remember back they had phone booths. Did she think that, that? Did she think that was fucking weird? Yeah, it blew, like she was like she just couldn't comprehend it. She's like, well, she's like, every, she's like everybody has a phone. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy what kids today will you know will find weird. Justin, tips for a better mind muscle connection. Man, uh, just do the movement right, and it should hit the muscle. I mean, I think that's really what people are lacking. Like, if you're doing a cable curl and you don't feel it in your biceps, probably just because you're doing it wrong. You think that's it? You I don't know. That, you think it's that simple? I don't know if it's that simple. I don't because, I, and I don't know how you can actually teach somebody. Like, how can you? What can you actually tell somebody that can help them feel? You know, their their quads in a squat. Aside from just doing it mechanically correct, I think primarily what you said: the form is first. Mm-hmm. But then I think it might take time. Yeah, because like, because yeah. like patience and time. And then yeah. I also will say wait because, like, let's say a hack squat, for example. If you're using too much weight, you're probably too focused on getting from A to B. Yeah. Instead of actually feeling the fibers through the rep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So probably execution. Right. And sometimes Pro- I will say, and you guys might agree here, that sometimes people give in too much to sensation. Like you'll be working up and your warm-ups feel great, but yeah. then the top set, you didn't quite feel it as much. Yeah. Like I, I feel that, especially on like a like a heavy row movement or something. Like if Wait, I explain a- what you mean. So let's say you're well, doing, I'm doing like a, a bar, Let's just say a barbell row. If I'm doing a barbell okay. row, one plate's going to feel really good. I'm able to squeeze the shit on my lats. Two yeah, plates, really good. You get up to three plates, and you're not going to feel the connection as much. I understand. So when I'm when I'm yeah. done with that set, my lats are blown up. My back is pumped. I, so control. I think a lot of people go, "Oh, I didn't feel it in my lats uh, during that set," but I still think, be, regardless of whether or not you're feeling it or not, your lats are working. But yeah. that's confusing so, to some. But okay, I agree with you a thousand percent. But just for the people watching that are new that's confusing i know because because we always say to people like i always say to people anyway if you can't feel the muscle working it's not working but in that instance that you just mentioned it is working you agree with what i'm saying though do you Uh, get a thousand a thousand percent a thousand but i'm just saying like i even though i agree with you i'm like how do we explain that to a beginner right right because yeah I, i see guys in the gym you know doing a hammer pull down with a plate and just really squeezing it and i know that feels good because you can really contract the hell out of the muscle but it's just not it's not going to help build tissue but i think that's where there's a difference in and i don't want to fuck this up because uh uh brad schoenfeld explained it to me but mechanical tension yeah is different than feel does that make sense yeah yeah yeah, definitely 
So like the amount of load you're putting on the muscle, I guess I'm saying is kind of what's going to yeah. cause it to grow along with some other things. So mm-hmm. I guess what you're saying is feel is not everything. It isn't everything. And as long as mechanically from that warm up to that top set, you're doing things the same, then you're still taxing the muscle. Okay. Yeah. I got to find a way to explain that to people. I know without... it's, it's tough. There's because like I always, there. because uh, sorry, Paul, there's kind of like a middle ground there. Don't you think like where like a weight challenges you challenges you, but at the same time, you're able to control the weight so that you're not just, you know, moving yeah. it from point A to point B. Yeah, but even if and that's not to say sometimes I don't back off because I just like, I was just too heavy. I just couldn't connect. But that's not, I agree with you, Paul, but I, I see I what Justin's saying. Cause like I've done like four plate rows. Yeah. I don't feel them like I feel three plate rows, but I know the four plate yeah. row is doing something. Yeah. So yeah, like, for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I like feeling an exercise better. Like, you know, if we've been training together forever, you know, like I've, I've never been a heavy lifter, you know, I, I, cause I don't feel when I, when I lift heavy, I'm more yeah. worried about not getting injured or just moving the weight and I, and I can't connect mentally. But let's for, forget about injury for a second. Let's say when you're younger, if you did a row with, let's say your top set row is three plates or like for me, it was used to be four plates. Yeah. I see what Justin's saying in that you're not necessarily feeling the same amount of squeeze when you would do a plate less, but when I'm done that set, my back is fucking like way more swollen. Yeah. Well, certain exercises I would, yeah, that would feel that more. So like, uh, for me, it wouldn't necessarily be a row. It would be like a press. Like if I press a little bit heavier, I was only doing like a three rep press you know, I I would still feel that, you know what I mean? Like, even though I could control it better. but, But see, that's a good point because I also say, you know, I do say feel is everything. But that's actually a really good point because for my chest, for example, even if I'm pressing four plates, I can still feel that same yeah. tension. So I'm like, and my chest is my best body part. So maybe feel does matter just as yeah. much. As much it, right? it definitely does matter. And I think you should always feel the movement. And I think that that's, I, don't know, I think that is a really important cue, but I think that people, I see more times than not people feet like feeding too much into the overemphasize yeah. yeah 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 or just on the exact opposite of the spectrum where they don't feel shit and don't even think about it that's right that's right yeah. brett any input on that yeah i i feel like as i've you know progressed in my career i've gone gone more the route of the feel you know yeah. I mean? I, obviously i still train heavy but it's like you know just thinking at like this prep right now i was hitting these same numbers like a year and a half ago mm-hmm. but now it's just i and, you know, like I said, I'm doing more things. I'm slowing it down, controlling more, feeling it more than just moving weight. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, you're still getting that tension. You're still, you know, maybe frying the CNS, whatever. But it's like, once you fully understand the contractions, that mind muscle connection, I think you can, you can grow much faster. And, and I, I, it's definitely worked for me. And it is a time thing. It does just take time. Yeah, and you guys yeah. see how I train every bit of that, like the controlled negative and the, and the pauses in the eccentric, all that stuff is so I can feel it better. You know, it is, you know, mechanically to control things and feel it in the right places. You know, I just think if you get too caught up in trying to feel every aspect of it, you might just like, you just, sorry, Brett, go ahead. Oh, well, uh, well, a good example is like what you were talking about with like the, the ropes, like, yeah, I, like, every movement. I don't, I don't truly think anybody can do four plates aside barbell rows correctly. Unless you're Ronnie Coleman, you know what I mean? Like, or, or he, he was just moving too. Well, but like, if you're talking about perfect, yeah, like if you're talking about text, textbook form, yeah, textbook yeah. form, and that's and that's what I'm looking for now. You know, like yeah. I don't go over three. You know, even three plates is fucking heavy if you're doing it yeah. right. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. So whenever I see something like, oh, I hit four four plates and a quarter on been over barbell rows, I just scroll right past that because I know it's not well, going to be. Wait a minute. Better. Wait a minute. I got to say something about that because I don't know if you're totally right because it depends how textbook we're talking about. Like, I don't, I got to tell you guys the truth, man. I don't believe in like textbook form, like to the perfect, like to me, it's not that I don't, be- I shouldn't say I don't believe in it. I should say. I don't believe in doing things right. No, that's not what I mean, Justin. It doesn't work. No, no, that's not what I mean. I know. I, mean, I know what you mean. And I mean, I, like, if you talk to, like, if you, okay, if you look at Branch Warren, right? People take Branch Warren or, like, his form sloppy, blah, blah, blah. But he's feeling that muscle, right? Yeah. He's, he's not. So what I'm saying is textbook form is important, especially if you're talking to a beginner. But there's a point where a person gets into a groove and they know what they can feel and how they can do a movement to feel it yeah. the way they they need to feel it right like most people can't feel it the way branch did training like branch i agree with you i agree most people can't that's why i said beginners are out for that conversation because if you're a beginner you should be doing everything perfectly so you can get to the point where you have the connection with that muscle but i think when you become more advanced not intermediate but when you become more advanced you can row four plates and it doesn't have to look perfect and it you can still feel that shit yeah look right? at like, Henshaw. yeah like, i mean look at Look at the way that guy rose and then look at his back and tell me it doesn't work. Well, it's not only that, like I can go to, I was going to uh, bring up a uh, James, like James has done four plates, yeah. even five plate rows. And it looks like the way I do a two plate. Yeah. So it is possible. And I'm not saying I was ever strong as James, but like, yeah. he's just I, freaking- I know what I used to do for rows and it wasn't bad form. It wasn't what you would call textbook, but I could feel that shit, you know? So I don't want people to have the wrong idea. And I've said this many times. And that's why I think feeling is so important. If you're just doing everything perfect and it's like you're doing it because you saw it done that way and you do it, but you're not feeling it. That's also not good. Like if this is the textbook said to do it like this. So I'm doing it the way the textbook said so, but it's not, I'm not feeling it. And I've done it for weeks and weeks and weeks and I'm not feeling it. Then something's not right. Right. So either you shouldn't do that movement or you should find a, a, a variation of it that feels better. But I feel yeah. like you have to be able to feel a movement if the muscle is going to grow. Yeah, I agree with that. And I think, but one more caveat is I think a lot of people do like that stupid sideways chest press because it feels good when they contract it. Yes. And yes. I don't care how good that feels. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's never going to be as advantageous as doing the machine the right way with adequate load. Yeah, I can agree with that. I mean, it's it's a very... I feel like it's a very nuanced conversation. Yeah, it is. Yeah, sometimes it is. these sometimes these conversations become very like because I can contradict myself all day. Tell so you need to feel everything, but then also don't worry if you don't feel it. But make sure you feel it. But if you don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm yeah, like, I wonder. I wonder if people, but, you know, yeah. I wonder if people are more confused after this. Segment. I, bet. I believe it. And again, I think it's just time. You, I think you're exactly right. It's just time. Oh, to- I think, I think, just, I think we stick to our guns 95 percent of the time, and there's yeah. always oh, yeah. that, that five percentile that you can arise. You know. Yeah. Hey, I got a question for you guys. Um, you know how you you bring up that example, Justin, a lot of that side chest yeah. thing you know yeah. i don't know people think it works inside of your chest or something i don't really yeah. know why they do that but yeah. Yeah. what do you think of people who do the leg press like with their body half off of it to try and target oh, like sweet. sideways like yeah that. Yeah. yeah oh um, i've seen that yeah yeah you think that's ridiculous too or what yeah i do yeah i agree i mean i just don't see i just don't see it being more beneficial than just piling plates on having your feet nice and low on the on the platform and just doing a regular fucking leg press what mm-hmm. is better than that my leg try to target an area no. Like what it was was built for with mechanics. Yeah, give me a 20 set to fucking failure and tell me that your legs aren't smoked, that you need something else. 
My yeah. legs got bigger when I started doing it sideways like that. Yeah. <laughs> you never did those. So, I, would, I would love to see you lay sideways in a leg. <laughs> it's like, pounds. It's like if, if you only did your leg presses that way, would you just have a massive sweep and nothing else? That's what I think they're doing. Like, they're like, my sweep's going to get huge. Yeah, to the side. But, but you have no inner thighs or anything. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I don't know. It's, it's, and I think we training, training is a very difficult topic because I feel like it's very individual, right? Like if you looked at a spectrum of bodybuilders, first of all, there are very few that train perfect with perfect form, but then there are some that train with perfect form that are incredible. Like Dory Nates trained with really good form. Yeah. Yeah. He was was Mr. Olympia. Ronnie Coleman trained with mediocre form. And he was also Mr. Olympia. It's like, Mm -hmm. it's very it's very difficult. That's why I said it's such a nuanced conversation because it's very difficult to say, this is the right way. This is the wrong way. It's, there's always a lot of gray in that conversation. I think it kind of also boils down to efficiency. Like there's, there are methods that are going to work. And I think there might be methods that work a little bit better. Yes. You know, and over, 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 you know, uh, uh, like a, a short span of time, like I feel like the progress I've been able to make in the last year I can attribute that to just doing things fucking right for yeah. a year. Yeah. And I think that I could have trained differently, but I don't think I would have made the progress I did, but you know, at the end of five years, would we both be in the same place? Maybe. I don't know. Well, and that's what I'm saying. Like you take a, you take a bodybuilder. The first one that comes to mind is like a Ben Pakulski, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ben, ben Pakulski was known for perfect form, very strict, very slow, very deliberate movements. Yeah. And then you take someone like me, who's maybe not horrible form, but known to be kind of sloppy from time to time. We both turned pro in the same amount of time. We both had similar pro careers. Yeah. It's it, that's why I say it's a very individual thing. And I think you have to enjoy it, man. You really have to enjoy it. That is the biggest, you know, I, just, I made a video a little while back and that was my biggest take home was like, look, whether you train like Justin or train like Branch Warren or train like me or Brett, if it's not fun, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Right. I think Brett, Brett, you've kind of like, uh, I noticed that your top sets, you'll go a little more ballistic. And then on a back off, you'll dial in and have like a, a three or four count negative and then a pause in the hole, something like that. That's why I think like, like I said, just trial and error over time. And like I said, yeah. who had you do the same thing, kind of throw different things together. So, you know, that on those top sets where like, I just want to fucking squat, you know, I'm going to get the yeah. depth, right. I'm going to get after it. You know, but after that, I'm going to make sure that I'm completely taxed in, in, in the intended muscle by doing, you know, a three second negative with a pause in the hole. Yeah. That's, what, that's what me and Paul have always done. Like we always, Paul, I mean, Paul can attest to this. There's always one set where I just go stupid ape shit. And then there's a back off set after that, usually where I'm like, okay, I want to slow this one down and feel this one a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. I think both, I think both are beneficial personally. Yeah. I think you're covering both bases that way. Yeah. All right. Um, Pick one to keep for the rest of your life and you lose the rest. Well, this is fucking obvious. Your car, your car, fame, or your wife. Oh. I love my car, man. <laughs> <laughs> on my YouTube. I mean, you see my YouTube? Yeah, you know. <laughs> my wife's not on my YouTube. <laughs> you can get a new wife. <laughs> How weird would it be not to be negative, just Think of this objectively without your own personal life in it. Would it be weird if any of us all of a sudden got divorced and we're back on the podcast? Like people, I guess what I'm trying to say is like people know us a certain way. Like right. Brett and Ivana, Justin's married, I'm married, you know, Paul's married. If all of a sudden, like 
six months from now, somebody showed up and like, I'm single now. Like, would that be back on the market, baby? (laughs) (laughs) Would that be really fucking weird all of a sudden? You go to the personality difference, probably. Well, because all of a sudden, like Justin would be like, Yeah, I guess what I did last weekend. Yeah. I feel like that that person would kind of become more of the center of attention too, though, because then like we would kind of live through the yeah. Yeah. That's what we do to Nick. That's what we do to Nick and Guy, actually. Yeah. Send us pictures. Pictures. Tell us stories. Yeah, we all for sure. Bar of soap or bottle of soap? I'll let you liquid. Yeah, I'm a liquid guy. Yeah, liquid. liquid. Soap scum. Mm -hmm. Brett, I I was. I was dropping the soap too much. It's kind of fucking weird. So I had to get them off. <laughs> I, uh, this is going to be really fucked up. I use both. What do you mean? I use both. So what do you, what do you switch? Like actually, you, uh, liquid on certain areas of the I, body? My brother got me like this nice bar of soap for Christmas. That smells really good. So I actually use both too. Do you do like bar really? like on your body wash? Yeah. Right. Oh, that's what I use. Body wash. That's the uh, Manscaped body wash. Shameless plug, but honestly, it smells awesome. So, yeah. So, So walk us through this. So, (laughs) uh, (laughs) what is your process here? Do you wash with the bar first? Get in the shower. Is your dog in there? We use both. (laughs) 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 Um, no, I do. That's that's what it matters because he doesn't want the dog in there. He has the the bar. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) drop it. (laughs) No, uh, so I do the loofah with the body wash first everywhere right scrub it down everywhere yeah and then after i use the bar of soap in my junk and my yeah because it feels like body wash always gives me like a almost like you know when you put lotion on and it doesn't feel sweet moisturizing yeah yeah yeah. i want i want the squeaky (laughs) squeaky clean so i use the squeaky clean on my junk you're dry skin you're such a weirdo It's, so that it's, bar it's important to me that that region from front to back is so, squeaky, squeaky. And you don't, clean. and you don't think the loofah and the body wash can get you that area clean? Yeah. I can, but it leaves but it squeaky. It, it leaves the moisturizer, and I don't want that. I want it to be squeaky. So your bar of soap's only for your ass and balls? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> wow. so don't touch my bar of soap. Yeah, I know that. No, thanks for telling me that because we're rooming together at the Arnold's, aren't we? <laughs> I'll go anywhere near that bar. So why is that weird? I just want a cleaner fucking nether region. Is it that dirty that you got to wash it twice? I want to make sure it's extra clean. Hmm. So it gets a double wash. It gets the original wash and then a double wash. And plus I don't put my loofah like in my butt because it goes on the rest well, of my body. Yeah. Right? right. Yeah. I, I get that. So I don't want to put your fucking loofah in your ass and then wash the rest of your body with it. That's yeah. Gross. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. But Justin, bar of soap's going Justin's not seeing my point. Justin, do you wash your asshole with your loofah and then the rest of your body? I start with my asshole and I go right to my face. <laughs> I separately scrub the asshole. Yeah. Wait, you have a separate? You have a separate? No, I don't have a butt rag. Yeah, Dick's got a butt rag, doesn't he? Okay, so you explain your situation then. Just make sure. Is my internet cutting out? Yeah, you're back. So okay, explain so your situation then. You don't have a separate rag. Back. How do you? I don't have a separate rag. So how do you clean? You just kind of get in there with my with my hand. That's what I do. This one. That, that's not enough. <laughs> that's like, well, not it looks like this. It's like it's kind of like a sponge already. It's, it's, you got a sponge hand. I will. So I will do like a pre cleanse, and then I will take the loofah through it. 
Oh, so you get all the crusties out, and yeah. then you go through yeah. the yeah. and then I go through with the loofah and do a touch up. That's and good. Then, you know, your loofah is covered in soap. You clean the loofah. You rinse it off. I don't want to put the loofah on my butt, even with a pre cleanse. Such a fruit, food. Why? Worried about <laughs> Such it. A okay. Fruit. Why? Because I don't want fucking <laughs> anal germs all over my body. If you, are, if you actually, if you clean it first, if you do it like a pre clean. I do. I do a pre-cleanse like you do. Like so the what, water. Do you, what do you do with this stuff? Uh, like, a, like a pre-rinse. Stick a bar of soap like this in your crack and just rub it. <laughs> 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 Get to inside and... <laughs> no. Does it go all the way in, you fuck? <laughs> Sometimes he's like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would rather run the bar of soap through my crack than fucking clean my crack with a loofah and then the rest of my yeah. body. I feel like, but there's not like enough abrasive nature from the the soap that it wouldn't like. But you just said uh, you just use your hands. Scrub. At least I'm using yeah, soap. Yeah, but at least my hands are covered in calluses. Yeah, yeah but I scrub. have the soap and then my hands. Yeah, like, but so I'll do that and then I will clean with the loofah. You're uh, lying now. I'm not <laughs> lying. <laughs> I will clean pre. But that's not my... clean. That's just a rinse. That's just water. Usually... I'm I'm loofahing and I have soap and then I clean my ass and then I'm still got the loofah and then I clean my clean my ass after I've done like a hand. This is like a five minute segment on how to clean your ass in the shower. <laughs> Brett, Brett, he's can aggressive. You, can you explain? <laughs> <laughs> can you? I start. I start. So I use face. So I have separate face. So yeah. So I'll do face first. Well, pre-rinse face. Yeah. And I'll work my down, way down with body soap and um, a loofah. So, so the I'll, loofah, does the loofah go in your crack? Yes. Hell yeah. See, but then it's not going in like on, on the rest of my body. After but that. he has That's separate like, face soap, Justin. Your loofah is going in your crack and then on your I'm face. I'm not washing my face with my loofah. Yeah, no. that's weird. I have, yeah. I have face soap. I think you just changed I my it. loofah and I scrub my body. I'm gonna rinse and I clean, and then I scrub my butt with my loofah. Okay, and that's the last thing I do. I clean the loofah. I put the loofah away. I do that too. I'm very similar to Justin. Paul, Paul, explain your. But you're lying now. So tell me your. No, not for what I have. Well, my wife buys it. We have we have separate facial soap. So I do that first. Then I do my back with my uh, with my brush. Right. And then I do my body with a loofah, but I don't put the loofah in my ass. I use my hand for that. And then I may go over again one more time with the loofah. See, I feel like my butt never feels clean unless I hit it with the loofah. Really? I yeah. But, the loofah but, then I, asshole. but I rinse the loofah twice. Oh, right, you'd love it. <laughs> yeah, that's scratchy. The scratchy <laughs> bit of my asshole, I feel great. <laughs> How often do you guys change your loofah? When it starts to frag, like when it starts yeah, to... Yeah, that's what I do too. Okay, yeah. so that's... that's when, when my wife replaces it. Well, me yeah. too. But that's usually when it starts to fray. My wife watched the towel episode, and now she changes the towel like every other day. <laughs> she really? really? Yeah. She's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm like, I don't know. Like every five to seven times. It seems pretty normal. She's like, I'm just going to switch it for you. I'm like, all right. So now I get a fresh towel every every other day. That, episode, that episode worked. <laughs> <laughs> we should do what about cooking? So, Paul, yeah. you'll lather up a brush and then a separate loofah? Uh, the brush is for my back. Paul's yeah, so I use the don't brush on my whole body. So what'd you say, Dwight? Yeah. Nothing. Don't listen to me. I'm a weird guy. No, I said I use, Paul's a liar because he doesn't scrub his back every day. Ooh, I, I do. I didn't, I, I didn't I, used to when I was younger, but then I realized that the it's need dirty. to exfoliate. You got to exfoliate. 
Okay. So I just always have the, the, the brush. And that's you what I what? Like the like the the brush that he's talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I actually love it. It's like it's like scratching your back. I love it. What happened to your sound, Justin? Say something. Hello? Oh, you're back. Okay. I think my internet's fucked up. I don't know. Now you go yell at my wife, tell her to get give the fucking internet. Run a <laughs> run a just run, run a, hard, a podcast. Just run a hardwire to your is it your computer you're on or your laptop? I'm on my laptop. But does it stay there or do you move it around a lot? Um, I mean, it's kind of, it's in like my spare bedroom office. Well, even if you move it around a lot, it doesn't matter. Can't, just plug an Ethernet you know, plug cable cargo. in. Yeah, you're going in, in and out. All right. Okay. Still? Um, yeah. uh, is decline press an exercise that you put in or not? We do it once in a while for us. I think it's important. I don't know if we do it enough, but I think it's an important exercise for chest. I've never loved it. Yeah, I don't think it's necessary. It's one that, I, you know. Well, I mean, as Dorian Yates would say, it is, it does activate your chest the most out of all chest exercises. Yeah, it takes your shoulders out too, I think. So I do think if you have a problem with your chest, it could be necessary. But I think, like- guy, I think guys don't do them because they're like, well, I don't want to get a thick lower pet chest and then I'm going to look like I have tits. And I don't like, I don't think it works that, like, I don't think it works that way. Yeah. You get these banana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just never liked the movement. I just feel like the range of motion is very short and I never really felt my chest contract all the way on it. I always feel like even though it's supposed to take your shoulders out of it, I feel like I get more shoulder and tricep when I do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tricep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know what I do like doing for that? I like doing skull crushers on a decline. Yeah. Yeah. My elbows always feel better when we do them on a decline. Yeah. I like doing those. Yeah, I've ever done that. No, I get more stretch in that. I get more stretch in the uh, in my tricep too. I think Dante was a proponent of that exercise. Yeah, you never tried that, Justin? No, I never have. Hey, me, Paul, slight, yeah, Paul will do it tomorrow. Yeah. You tried flies on like a slight decline. Yep. No, I never yeah, tried yeah, that. Yeah, How we've, we've done that. We've yeah. done that, Paul. But we yeah, just that's ra- only, that's, yeah, that's the only decline I'll do for. Chairs. If we just raise it with a couple plates, you mean? Yeah, we've done that a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, me I don't and Paul, think you should ever do like a super steep decline. Like no, that, I, no. I, I see guys doing that a lot. I actually did a video about that because I used to see people go in the gym and either do a super steep decline or a super steep incline. Right. And I'm like, both are not right yeah. for targeting your chest. So I yeah. agree with you on that for sure. Um, me and Paul will do a decline skull crusher tomorrow, we'll videotape it, and we'll tag you so you can have a proper outline okay. of what it looks like. Perfect. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll do a little instructional video for you. Film Paul, do it, the master. <laughs> Paul, I'll, film it. I'll do the filming. Paul, your shirt has to be off. Yeah, sure, it has to be off. Well, he's been doing cardio. He looks fucking killer. I want to see the contraction, and I want to see it work. <laughs> okay, all right. I, I'll tell you guys though. Listen, honestly, Paul's never fat. I've never like, seen Paul. I've never seen Paul fat. Huh? No, I get bloated. No, no, no. I know. I know. <laughs> There's too much butter in my coffee. <laughs> I do get blown. No, but, but seriously, it's really fucking weird. I've seen him eat and he doesn't get fat. No, like, I got he doesn't, metabolism. He doesn't eat like clean, like at all. And uh, I do. I mean, during the day, but you have like quite a few cheats throughout the, throughout the week. Yeah. And your cookies. And he I fucking, do love my cookies. And he fucking stays <laughs> lean all the time. Yeah, I do. I, I don't know. It's genetic, I guess. Nobody in my family's fat. You could have been a great pro had you kept going, Paul. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> my brother's like that he eats whatever the fuck he wants and he's always like shredded so jealous really? of those people 
Yeah, he's got like he doesn't train at all, but has like huge forearms and huge calves, like 18 inch arms and a perfect six pack. Eats fucking burritos all day. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he could be a great bodybuilder. Um, okay, I want to do something real quick. Uh, Brett, who is your who are you other than Brandon? Who are you aiming to stand stand next to the most? Who are you most excited to stand next to on the Arnold stage and be compared with and overcome? <coughs> Is there somebody you have in mind? Bonac. Bonac. Nice. I like yeah. to see that comparison. Just being a previous champion, some oh, yeah. guy, he's a guy I looked up to. I've always been a big Bonac fan. He knows that. You know, I met him back in 2018. You know, at and Arnold and stuff, and I just think he's always carried himself. Kind of has the same story. He was a 212 or first, wasn't very good in it, you know, decided to go into that open and then it flourished, you know. So I, I'm, you know, I'm like really excited to stand next to him. Okay. That'll so be, that'll be kind of a highlight of the weekend as well. So let's, uh, I want to do this. I did this with, I did this with Brandon. So I want to do it with you too. Let's go pose for pose. You, Bonac, and Brandon are on stage. You're going to with best. You know, like, you know, like, uh, you know how, like, after prejudging is done, they always call out who they think is going to be in the top two or top three. Mm-hmm. So let's just say they call you, Bonac, and Curry out, and you're the final three standing. If we go through pose for pose, I want you to, know, I want you to tell me where, where you think you'll place in those poses. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, let's go. Okay. Front double bicep. I'm in third place. Third place in a front double. Yeah, that's my weakest pose. Paul, you're an IFBB judge. What do you think, just off the top of your head? I know you're not looking at photos, but do you think he's in third place, or do you think he can overcome Bonac or Curry in that shot? Solely because both of them have tremendous biceps. They both have great front doubles. I have long bicep heads, and they have have very high peaks. And then they also obviously have good, you know, good V taper down. Mm-hmm. I think I'll have better legs than both of them. I really do. Mm-hmm. But I think with how that look in the arm and the, the bicep piece, you know, second and third for sure. Okay. Paul, would you agree with that? I would. Um, I just want to say, look, I mean, like we've only, we've only seen Brett on an open stage once, correct? Well, yeah. And this version of Brett is going to be very different than the That's, past, a, that's what I'm saying. So it's really hard. Well, that's to why predict. I'm saying going off the top of your head and what yeah, you've seen. But what going, you've seen Going by, you know, previous competitions. Yeah, I'd have to agree with that. So, okay, front lat spread. I'm one or two. Okay. Paul? I would agree. I feel um, like Brand, I feel like Brand I mean is this. tough to beat in that shot. Yeah. Yeah, and that can be a weak shot for – not. I shouldn't say a weak shot. Um, it can be a shot for Bonac that if he's not sharp, crisp on, yeah, that, yeah. you know – Justin, what do you think? I agree. I think it's also a tough, like front lat spread is kind of a tough shot for shorter guys. Yeah. With shorter torsos. Yeah. It's not really being able to have like, it just, it just doesn't look as, as good. And I see the way Brett's able to open up and really flare the lats and the waist looks small. Like it's hard to have like a small looking waist when your lats attach like at your hips the way Bonax. The way Bonax is a very compact. Yeah. 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 Um, Okay. Uh, Side chest. I think I'm the one in the side chest. Okay. I think I might be able to agree with that. What do you think, Paul? Yeah. Uh, Cause I think, um, you know, that's the side poses. I think maybe where that's where it, you know, exposes what, you know, maybe some of Brandon's weaknesses, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I would, I would agree that that would be a, a strong pose for you in that lineup. Back to old bicep. 
at this point, second. Okay. Brandon's first. Brandon's first, just on overall thickness of the upper back. Back lat spread. My back lat spread's looking pretty good. Is it? I'm not gonna lie. Like literally, in this is you know, me and Matt talk about this a lot. Is like, and he literally just sent me pictures of five days out last year what my back looked in comparison shots and it's insane like yeah. i think that's probably came up the most on me yeah and i think and then like i'm really been able to like open up that back last bit really good right now and show all the detail plus i think my glutes and hams are going to be the best out of those three I, those three, three we're yeah. talking about yeah so that's why i didn't say i'm back double because i think brandon still has you know a little bit more back development with the back double pose but i can show the you know overall with the with the last spread better I wonder, I know Brandon's glutes don't get super peeled, like striated. They get they get hard, but they don't get striated. That's where I, I think that's where I think I'll get them at. You'll have more detail there. Yeah. And I yeah. think your I think your hamstrings from the back are gonna be the same size if yours aren't bigger. Yes. So <clears throat> um side tricep. Brandon's is really good, but man, that's you know, you guys know that's my shot too. So it's like I'm really looking forward to that one. I can I, I one or two, uh, but I'm not gonna for sure say one. But I'm really excited about that one. That's for mm-hmm. sure. Ab and thigh. Um, second. Really? Yeah. I thought that would be one that you would be first in. Yeah. No, Brandon. I feel like because I feel like your legs are gonna match up with Brandon's. Yeah. But I feel like your waist is tighter. You have so much detail in your midsection. Yes. The detail yeah, is what yeah, I think. Yeah. My obliques are really, really. Do you not do you not really blow out and crunch down all the way? Because I feel like you stand a little taller when you hit that. Right. Yeah. It's also it's also a shot that that's probably and I think that's all of us. Like you were talking about earlier, it's probably the most least comfortable shot. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's still yeah. something I'm trying to tweak. Like I have three different versions of it right now, just yeah. trying to find which one really fits. Yeah. So that's why you know it's not yeah. extremely confident about it yet. Man, but, if I were you, yeah. I would hit it dead on. Like legs, yeah. legs square, good, good shape. toes yeah. turned out, abs straight on. Because your waist is small and your detail yeah. is good, and your yeah. legs are going to flare out from that. Yeah. I wouldn't do no like I would if I were if I had your physique, I would do two. I would do the dead on one with my legs flared out, oh my and then I would do the side because you're going to show a lot of detail through the. Mm. But I would not just do the side because your waist is small compared to your yeah. legs, so it's going to be a dramatic thing to see, you know. I'm not gonna see your shape as yeah, well. a missed opportunity to not hit it from the front. Yeah, and I think that's gonna be one of your big advantages. Um, most muscular. I got that man. <laughs> really? Which one? Yeah. Hands clasped or crab or which one I are you think, doing? Or hands I'm on doing, hips? I'm doing all three. I'm doing yeah. The I'm doing hands claps. I'm doing hands on hips, and then I'm doing the, the crab. Really I, crab probably don't have the, I probably don't have the best crab. Obviously, Williams is very good. Like I said, it comes back into those. Mm-hmm. Those bicep peaks coming at you. Um, Brandon's is very good on the crab, but I think just my structure, you know, that obviously that picture, you know, was a picture, but like the hands on that, that's yeah. what everybody, yeah, that's what everybody liked. And that, 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 that was the wow factor. Yeah. I don't mean mm-hmm. to over, I don't mean to overlook William. <clears throat> and if it's William from two years ago, then he's William could win the fucking show. Oh, right? yeah, for sure. But if it's William from the Olympia, it, it won't be as good a show for him, but so I don't mean to overlook William, but just as a fan, strictly as a fan, I'm really excited to see Brett stand next to Brandon, just because 
I feel like you have similar physiques in that your structure and shape and symmetry is very pretty. So it's going to be interesting to see. I think Brandon might be a little bigger still, but I'm not sure because you've added more size. So I don't know what it's going to look like on stage. But um, yeah, I, I just I really want to see that comparison side to side. And I'm, I'm curious what Kuklo is going to do too. I'm really interested to see yeah. Kuklo and Justin. Justin, when he's finally like, he's still posting photos, but he's still like a little off, obviously. But once he's fully dialed in, He's very impressive on stage. He's very wide. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh he can be very he can very be very deceiving when you finally see him next to everybody else. Yeah. So it's gonna be a fucking he's, great show. I he's know he's a little behind, but always shows up. That's the fuck, yeah. yeah. Like this year, he looks like he is more on track, more on pace. That's the really he's deceiving thing about Justin. People always say that, oh, you're not <laughs> gonna make it. And the next thing you know, he shows up fucking peeled. Fucking peeled, yeah. So, and then Regan's going to be another one, interesting one. Like he's put yeah. on a little bit more muscle. He's working Milo. So who knows? See, Brett, when you were, when you were saying what you were saying, I thought you were going to pick Regan. Like when you were, when I asked you who you want to stand next to most, I thought you were going to pick Regan. Because of uh, both having a really nice shape. and Just yeah. because, yeah, they both yeah. have a very nice shape. And yeah. I'm like, it'd be, it's an interesting comparison. Samson too. I'll throw Samson into that mix. Yeah. yeah. They're, so, they're all going to be great. Yeah. But like if you, just personal choice of like, it means a little bit more to stand next to yeah. William, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, definitely standing next to somebody who's been third at the Olympia and fucking overcoming him is going to be, yeah, a massive feather in your cap. Uh, okay. Yeah. We'll do like one or two more and then we'll go. Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Diet Coke. Pepsi. Coke. Coke Diet, Zero. Diet Pepsi. I'm a Diet Coke guy. Coke Zero. Coke Zero. Coke Zero. Diet like Pepsi, it. Coke Zero. Diet Coke. Not Coke Zero? Coke Zero. No, Diet Coke for me. <laughs> he said Diet Coke or he said Diet Coke or Coke or what do you say? Diet Pepsi or Coke Zero. Paul goes, Diet Coke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought we were kind of throwing our favorite pop. You know, we were. We were. We were. I was okay. just talking with you. Okay. I'm Diet Coke all the way though. <laughs> uh all black and white tattoos or colorful ones. I like black and white. Me too. Black and white. Looks looks more uh I've never prisonish. Actually, I should say the only time I've seen colored tattoos look good is on a woman. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, some forearm tattoos could look pretty good, I think, on guys if they're colored in. I usually like them black. I, like personal, I, I, I prefer preference. them black. Yeah, I prefer them black. But a forearm with some color, I think, looks okay too. Uh, biggest game changer in your career that helps you put on the most muscle mass. And that includes everything: subs, gear, diet, training, etc. What's the biggest game changer for you, Brett? That that allowed you to like really see your potential <clears throat> was it learning how to eat was it learning how to train better was for me it, it was learning how to train was it to, yeah well, you already you already knew how to eat and all that like you kind of not I, knew not knew how to eat but like you knew what you had to yeah <laughs> you guys know i'm i'm very very new to this i mean yeah. i did my first show in 2019 mm-hmm. um but I would say from 19 to 20, 19 to now, the biggest thing that's changed is my, my training, my ability to, to feel the fucking muscle when I train, I guess. How has it evolved? How has it evolved? Just the feeling or like, has it changed in a way? It's changed. It's changed. I used to train like a, a more high volume, four sets of 10, four sets of 12. And I think honing in and just doing more of a progressive overload where I'm just saving my energy for those top sets and not wasting energy on the warm-up sets but more than that just you know like the stuff brett's talking about three second negatives controlling the eccentrics pauses in the full stretch things like that 
Yeah. That you just, you know, I feel like over the last year, I feel like I've really come into my own with my training and that's made a, a profound difference for me. Yeah. Paul, is there something along the way that you did different that allowed you to get better? Oh, I had the advantage of having a training partner like you, Fuad. <clears throat> you know, not, I mean, not to blow your head up, but I mean, uh, not too many guys get to train with, you know, pro bodybuilder, let alone such a high level like you. So yeah. Yeah. for me, that was it for sure. I, that was a huge, that was a huge, you know, advantage for me. Oh, fuck. What What happened? You shit your pants? My quads are cramped. <laughs> oh. Get some, go get some salt water. Get some salt water. Some pickles. Oh, some, no, just some tough pickles. it out. Just tough it out. Tough it out. <laughs> Ow. Oh, that are, sucks. Are your hamstrings cramping now? No, just quads. Uh, usually when my quads cramp, I'll I'll pull my leg back to stretch my quads. And then oh. my hand, and then my hand, and then something else cramps. Yeah. yeah, I had one in bed last week. Sitting in there for an hour, whatever, 45 minutes, I stood up, they just both went, uh, right? You want to go? I would say, no, a thousand percent for me is just learning how to eat. No, I mean, like... do you want? No, no, I mean, do you want... <laughs> I'm... Oh, I'm answering this. I'm good. I'm good. Okay, I mean, <laughs> he's toughing it out, Justin. <laughs> yeah, toughen it out. but yeah, definitely learn how to eat and then like mainly just learning the consistency of eating. You know what I mean? Like everybody yeah. can be like, you know, I'm, I'm on this plan. I'm eating this, this, and this, and then they last three weeks and they fall off. It's just like, yeah. you know, I'm going to do this for a long time. I know I'm going to do this for a long time and I just have to do it. You know? So once you like, once you get into that, like I said, living the lifestyle, that's the biggest game changer right there. I think yeah. for me, that was it too. I think somewhere six or seven years after I started, I really learned how to eat and my, my career progressed, like my physique progressed way more. And those two years and they had in like two or three years previously, because I wasn't, I wasn't eating enough. Uh, yeah. And I wasn't eating consistently enough. So, yeah, I think I would have to agree that, it, that learning how to eat was definitely an integral part as well. Yeah. But yeah. Um, would you rather be classic Mr. O 212 Mr. O top five in the open? Top five in the open. 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 Simple. What do you guys think about the 80-20 rule when it comes to dieting in the off-season? Don't fucking get me started. <laughs> What's the 80-20 rule? Well, like 80% perfect and then 20% a uh, little, little bit of junk. Okay, uh, but when you say that, are we talking about every day? Or are we talking about across the span of like a week? No, my 80-20% goes like this. I have two cheat meals a week. Wednesday might be a little bit cleaner. Sure. Saturday night, I eat whatever the fuck I want. That's yeah. my 80-20. The rest there of the time, go. I'm on my program. And Perfect. also, also, sorry, I want to add one thing. The only other thing that I want to include in that 80-20 is, let's say your meal plan calls for like uh, chicken, rice, vegetable, right? Yeah. My 80-20 means if I'm hungry in between meals, I want a fucking apple, I'm going to eat, eat a fucking right. apple. Exactly. Or, or yeah. if I want to have a handful of fucking almonds, I'm going to have a handful of almonds. You know what I mean? I would so, say well, there's a lot of days that I'm just 100% on the plan. I don't veer off it at all. Yeah. But occasionally I dip into my pantry and grab a fucking cookie between a meal or like you said, have an apple or, yeah. you know, whatever. But so that's kind of, that's kind of my version of 80, 20. It's like, yeah. Brett, but you know, you the cheat meal on the weekend. I mean, that's in my plan. You know, Matt tells me to have that. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I, that's yeah. that I put that in my off season as well. Like this is so, my yeah. night off. Right. right. So, yeah. Yeah. Right. Do I mean, you have, real, what do you do realistically for us, isn't it more like we're a hundred, like, more so more 100% on plan and then if we can just do more then that's when the extra stuff comes in you know 
Yeah. Oh, you mean like you have your plan and then if you, if you can get in extra calories, then it's good for you. Right. Cause like it, yeah. it's off season. That's what we're trying to do for the most part. Yeah. I guess um, you're right. If you look at it that way. Yeah. Unless you're doing like a very strict rebound where it's like, I can't have these extra calories yet or whatever, you know, right after a show. But I think that's person dependent too, though. Like, right. I don't think you're a guy that really gets fat. Yeah. No. Yeah. So I'm always like, I got everything. I, if I can get something extra in, that's amazing. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I look at it like, I look at it when someone says 80, 20 to me, I look at it like you have a plan. Anything you eat on top of that plan is the 20. Yeah. So even though you're right, Brett, like you want that extra food anyway, cause you're trying to grow. I look at it like if Hani or if John or whoever give me a plan with all this, all the macros set. And then I'm eating like Justin said, I'm eating cookie in between meals or whatever. I'm having extra, like, you know, I have extra food. Like if, if it says 300 grams of rice and I'm starving, and I have 400 grams of rice or something like that. Or, or maybe I might have, uh, might have pasta one night instead of rice. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. to me, that's why it's 80, 20. Cause we're making little variations. Right. So between uh, a meal earlier, I just had like a piece of toast with some jam on it. Yeah. yeah. Peanut butter. Just because I was kind of hungry. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, put, do you put peanut butter on it? No. <laughs> that should happen. <laughs> slow, slow down. Paul, down. Paul wanted to know. Paul, slow, oh, slow down. Paul's logic. Slow down the digestion of the garbage. <laughs> yeah, slow down your insulin release, Justin. No, I had a lot of butter in my coffee earlier. Oh, okay. So you had enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rank who has the best genetics on the podcast from best to worst. Oh, fuck. Well, guys at the bottom. <laughs> best, best genetics on the podcast have to go to. If we're talking about best genetics, like structure of the muscle, insertion points, ability to put on muscle, ability to get shredded. Are those kind of the main points for genetics? Yeah, that's what I would say. Mm-hmm. <sighs> fuck, man. I might. <laughs> See, Nick has the best genetics for putting on muscle. Yeah, I agree. Brett probably has the best genetics for structure and insertion. Justin's a very close second behind him in that category. Then you have James has the best genetics for probably putting on muscle and strength. Mm -hmm. And then Ian is in there with James. It's weird. It's like you can't really classify one as the best because they all have strong points in different areas of the... And then I think... I think I have the best of all of them. So I'm probably the one with the best genetics. Yeah. I would agree with that. <laughs> and Paul's, no, but, got the best, Paul's got the best hair genetics. Seriously though, you can't really pick a best because isn't it like everybody has a strength? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So best, you got to define what best is. Yeah. Right. It's a very hard question, especially when you're talking about a group of guys that are all top 10 bodybuilders in the world, you know, or top 20, whatever it's, I mean, they're already in that level, you know, there's a category and everyone's in that and it's just kind of nitpicking, you know what I mean? So like, I do think I have the best of all the worlds though. So I think I went right. Paul. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Look at, look at how fast Brett puts on muscle. Look how peeled he gets. And look I how got, I put on muscle that fast and I got peeled just as peeled. Did you put on it muscle as fast as Brett did when I started eating. Right. I did. Yeah. Yeah, what, what what did you weigh when you first started competing? You at two thirty, two twenty when you no, turned pro. When I first started, oh, as oh sorry, about when you turned pro. I was two thirty when I turned pro. Yeah, and then up to what was heavy two fifty six, fifty eight. I think I have fifty eight. Okay, so almost yeah. thirty pounds. Yeah, in what ten years, twelve years? No, I got to two fifty five like pretty quickly, and then I didn't really, I didn't really grow much after that. Like I kind of hit the two fifties, and I was kind of like, I couldn't, I didn't really break two sixty ever, like on stage. 
<clears throat> so yeah but still I was like I mean, 185 pounds fucking four years ago four years ago um no i'm just fucking around well, Every, I, was, I, I was 195 when i turned pro four years ago and that's gonna be 250 i mean look yeah, all you got, all you guys are gonna surpass me like Ian, no, you're 195 on 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 stage. I was just 185 and chubby when. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I was just Ian, like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's impressive for sure. How many years ago, Justin? Were you that were you that way? Well, like four years ago. Really? So you've gained yeah. like what, like 70 pounds in the last oh, four years? I don't know about that. I don't know. No, he's two, like, like He's like 215 on stage, but yeah, now he's gonna, two, next year he'll be like two fucking 40 on stage probably. Yeah, but you say you're 240 now, right? Yeah, like 240 right now. Okay, I'm so definitely, I'm definitely tighter than I was four years ago at 185 right now. Jeez. That's for sure. Wow. That's for yeah. That's for damn sure. Yeah. yeah hold, hold your wardrobe. Yeah. Hey, look, man, I'm I'm most. expecting everybody on the podcast to go way past where I was. That's for sure. I mean, Ian's already a top 10 bodybuilder. Brett, you're on the fucking way. Yeah, Justin, right. it's going to be a couple of years. And I see you the same place. Mm-hmm. James is going to be there soon enough. Once he fucking, once James realizes his full potential, yeah. James will be a fucking incredible top 10 athlete. And then think about it. Who's Nick's already yeah. in the top 10. Jeez. I mean, who the yeah. fuck is on the podcast? Not a top 10 athlete, just fucking me guy and Ben and, and you Paul. Yeah. I'm a top 10 judge. You're, <laughs> 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 You're the best judge, man. RB, you got the RBP award for best. I get a sword. I didn't get a sword. Did you guys see you guys? Did you guys see uh, the swords? Yeah. I see. I seen the one that Quentin posted. Check the shit out. It's fucking cool. I want the audience. I want the audience. See, all these motherfuckers give awards, but nobody actually gives an award. They just like, right. they just say it online. So I sent this out. Uh, Quint got his first. So this is that's the sword, and then the uh, most potential. That was Quentin's award that he won. So. Should have sent him a hostile tee to put on. <laughs> <laughs> I won't say anything about that. Don't get me in trouble. <laughs> you should have put the hostile on the sword. No, <laughs> yeah. no, 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 I don't want to. No. Okay, we'll do one more, and then we'll go. <clears throat> Daphne or Felma? They're off of what? I, I can't remember. Can we do, brother? Scooby oh, Doo, yeah. man. Can we do? Me and Luke. Daphne, had, me and Luke. Me and Luke had this. Daphne's the one with the glasses. Okay. He's a oh, uh, like. Who would you do? Me yeah, and she's Luke like sleeper sex a long time ago. Oh, so well, not the nerd one. That's Daphne, right? Daphne. What was the other one's name? Okay, let's see. From the movie or from the cartoon? Look, which Dude. one? Huh. I think da- Daphne. Oh, I don't remember yeah. Daphne looking like that. Me either. Yeah. She wasn't depicted that way when no, I was. No, that's just a fake. But this is more what it actually was like. And that that's what it was when I was a kid. Yeah. Like perverted yeah. people turned it into this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so well, you got skin, you got skinny and tall, and then you got thick and ginger. I'll take modern day Daphne. What about this one, Paul? <laughs> <laughs> Which one are you taking, Paul? I want to know. God, I want yeah. to know. Oh, that's man. that. Gen- that's that generic I, brand. I'd still that's take Daphne. That's a wish. No, these <laughs> ladies look nice. Don't be rude. Okay, yeah. Sorry. What about this one, Daphne? Which one's Daphne? The one in the purple suit? No, I think I think that's it. What's wait, what's the other name? Velma. Velma. Which one's no, Velma? Which one's, got, Velma. Velma. Which one's one of glasses? That's Velma. Daphne. They're both okay. wearing glasses. 
well, not picture yet, but the last prescription one. glasses, Fuad. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's yeah. Okay, I like here, that. how about this one? That's a better one. That's more I like the thick one. Definitely <laughs> <laughs> yeah. looking good. Oh, the still the thick one. Still, thick Daphne one. got them titties and all these. Yeah, but the, she's got a big ass. Like look at this, look at this big ass and the tiny. Yeah, she got a big gut there, though. Look at the front. Oh, the front, the front gut. Yeah, the fupa. She got a, she got a fupa. fupa. <laughs> Tell everybody what fupa means, Paul. Um, fat upper pussy area. <laughs> <laughs> she's got a, she's got a fupa. <laughs> or a biff. Okay, last front. one, last one, Paul. Pick one. She's just, she just looks thick here. Look at this. Ah, yeah, I still take uh, short and thick. Short and thick. Brett, short and thick? I'll go with Velma. Justin? I'm a Daphne guy. Really? Yeah, I think so. But you said <laughs> you yeah. like, but you said, you, you said your wife was thick. Did I? Yeah, you better change that real quick. You want me to have this part out? Definitely. Cut, yeah, I'll cut it out. Velma guy. <laughs> cut that for you. I'll, yeah. I'll cut that piece out for you. Yeah. Yeah. All right, boys. I had a lot of fun. Brett, uh, I hope we see you again on the podcast before the show. But if not, yeah. uh, we all wish you the best for sure. But yeah, yeah can't wait to see you on stage. Yeah. Okay, boys. Well, uh, oh, you oh. said you're going to be there? Yeah, me and Twitter are going. We're going to be awesome. there Wednesday. Yeah, we're going to be there Wednesday night. My wife bailed on me, so I'm going solo. Oh, all right. What? Boys weekend. <laughs> yeah. Boys yeah. weekend. <laughs> yeah, bros. Well, bros weekend. Because Paul's not bringing his wife. I'm not bringing my wife. Nice. Perfect. Justin's not bringing his wife. So we'll just, we'll go out and have some real fun. For sure. Brett's going to have his wife. <laughs> <laughs> and Guy's going to be there too, right? <laughs> Guy, are, you, are you at the host hotel, Fred? Yes. Or what is that? There's one, isn't there one right by it that has a like a kitchen? Because I've got an I Airbnb. That, I think that's the Renaissance has the, uh, the kitchen. I'm at the Hilton. And they're just like right across the street, though, right? I think so. They're close by. Yeah. Which one's the yeah, one that's I've, got the walkway? I think that's the Hilton that has the walkway. Is it? No, wait. No, it doesn't. Because I remember as an athlete, they would put us at the Hilton, but we had to get a shuttle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Brett, you're at the Hilton, or did you get an Airbnb? No, I got. We're at the residence end because it has the full kitchen. The kitchen. Stuff, kitchen. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. residence, not the Renaissance. You're right. It's yeah. the residence. Because yeah. I think I might actually book a room at the residence in just because I had like a nice kitchen. Not, yeah, but I have a kitchen at Airbnb. But if I'm at the residence, I'm just right there and I'm close to the venue. And oh, so you're gonna cancel your Airbnb and get? I, I might. Yeah, I don't know. I'll have to. So look you better at, call because the residence is probably booked by now. I know. I know. Well, I yeah. looked. I looked earlier today and there was still availability. Me and Paul are staying in the same room with one bed. <laughs> Right on. Yeah. Well, we're gonna put a pillow between us. Hostiles trying to save some money, man. Yeah, yeah. get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna use that bar of soap in the shower, though. I'll tell you. <laughs> no. sure. What? Okay, so we're doing UFC Saturday night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where, where are we doing that at? I don't know, but me and Ben want to watch UFC. Yeah, and I don't. I don't know anything about it, but what I'll time's watch. a showdown though? For it's probably a pretty late night. Yeah, yeah but the, yeah, but the final the final fight's not until like midnight. Oh, okay. Right? Like, even if we go to a bar or something and catch, like, the last fight. It's right. Because like, uh, I think um, I think that's the Masvidal-Covington fight. Oh, yeah? So it'll be really good. Anyway, yeah. Brett, do you have stuff planned for Saturday night already, or are you just 
winging it or what? I'm not, I'm not thinking that far ahead, man. You're like, I just want to win the show. That's all I care about. That could be a life-changing night right there, man. Yeah. Well, we want to be part of it. Don't yeah, us. If, that, if that happens, we're going to be doing more than going to just watch fights. We're getting some blow, get... buddy. <laughs> we're going to find out. We're going to find out what Columbus is all about. We can't go too crazy. We have a photo shoot the next day. And we'll see. Uh, <laughs> you, only, you only have one Arnold Classic for showing. All right, Come on. All right. All right. <laughs> okay, guys, I love you. I'll uh, I'll talk to you all soon. Good night. Good night, Good night. Good night. Good night. Good you guys. Thanks for watching. Please subscribe, share with your friends, and like the video. And if you get a chance, check out the description for all the different links to all the different places you can find Hostile and myself. And lastly, check out Hostile.com for our new line of supplements and all of our apparel and gear. Thanks again for watching. <laughs>